Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this week's High on Homegrown. I uh, hope you've all had a good week. And this week is episode 10. We have made it to a milestone. I'll take that opportunity to just say thank you to everybody on the panel for putting all the work in they do every week to make this show what it is. And now we shall introduce them. Yo, uh, uh, Zombie, you want to go first? You want to say hello, mate? Good evening, everybody. Zombie Nation, soil grower from the UK. Welcome to High on Homegrown. See, TG. Hey, Temple Grower here, soil grower from Canada. You can locate me on Twitter, Percy's Groom, Instagram, and welcome to the show. GB, what are you saying, man? <laughs> How's it going, everybody? GB here, um, Cocoa Grower. Find me on Percy's. I'm here. I'm always somewhere around. <laughs> and then we got Monkey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Monkey here from the southern U.S. I'm a Cocoa Grower. I'm over at Percy's. Come visit, man. So thanks for joining us, everybody. We've got lots on this week. Grow guides. We're going to be looking at uh, the onset of flowering, what, you, what light cycles work well, uh, what you should be feeding your plant, wants to look out for for male and female, that kind of thing. And uh, also, you might have seen in the news this week, especially if you're in the UK, there's going to be a coffee shop opening up in Liverpool, which is going to be working around the Dutch model. So there's a possibility right now in the next few weeks that we could be looking at legislation of cannabis in the UK and we could be getting Dutch style coffee shops so we found out who the guy leading this movement is his name is Gary Gary Yodes he's in the chat and we had an interview with him so we're going to find out right from the horse's mouth what's going on so we'll move on to the news and events so this week's news who wants to go first GP you want to you want to take this week yeah, I'll fucking shoot with them. I was speaking about how the European Union, in their infinite wisdom, were contemplating about turning CBD into a narcotic. And um, well, it looks like the German Association for Cannabis Dispensing Pharmacies said no. Ooh. This ain't fucking happening. And basically, you know what the Germans are like. Oh, they seem to rule Europe. So if the Germans are saying no, CBD is is good, is not a narcotic. It is only a medicine, and it should be treated as a medicine. Hopefully, hopefully they they won't fuck up like they do with so many other things over here. That's what the Germans have already got a plan in the pipeline. That's why they don't want it rescheduled. Oh yeah, a lot of Canadian weed actually goes to Germany, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I'm sure they're ah. quite invested. Uh, monetarily wise to, uh, yeah interesting i'm sure the canadians wouldn't want to see it's just it's it, it's a step backwards if they do for sure you know like it's just it's just fucking boggles boggles the mind how you could even think about turning cbd into a narcotic but you know, anyway it's, it's not as even talking about thc you know it's talking yeah, about CBD, you know? man and it's like it's they're even they even say in the thing that like it's 
the cannabis the CBD is is an important ingredient of the cannabis plant, mm-hmm. which both influences the effects of THC and can, can trigger significant effects due to its ability to activate special receptors yeah. in the yeah. body's endocannabinoid system. CB2. <laughs> oh. Shout out to CB2. Yeah. <laughs> And they have some new fucking, is it THCV or some shit? Yep. It's a new? Yep. It's, well, it's not new. Um, no, it's, it's been around for a while. <laughs> no, well, newly discovered-ish. Yeah, newly discovered. Which passion so, has a THCV cultivar, yeah? Yeah, it does. It's really expensive seed, did not it? Yeah. Mm. But it's like 30, pound of seed. Yeah, it's 35% THC or something, but isn't it? Well, is it? Oh, if that's the case, I'm having some. No, the, the Dutch Passion version of the THCV, they have apparently, according to their uh, website, there's very, very little THC and CBD, but like nine or 10 or 12% THCV. Right. And that's very the one that's supposed to have the appetite suppressant attached. Yeah, all these different cannabinoids and stuff, it takes an episode upon its own, not just even a section of one hour episodes, man, like two hours yeah. <laughs> to sit there and talk about cannabinoids. There's so many of that do different things and add terpenes to that as well. It just gets crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, that's my news. Anyway. Yeah, thanks, GP. What were we saying? You want to go next, TG? Yep, I can do that for sure. My, uh, my news comes all the way from Israel. Um, I don't know if anybody else has read this story, but it was kind of all over Twitter when on the day that it happened. Um, I'll just read the, the story from Reuters here because it's pretty short. Um, so Tel Aviv, a drone dropped packets of what looked like cannabis over a main square in Tel Aviv on Thursday after activists seeking to legalize the drug in Israel promised free weed from the air on social media. Police say they arrested two men who operated the quadcopter that flew over Rabin Square a site often used for street protests and political rallies. Uh, The the time has come, the green drone pro-legalization group said on its Telegram web messaging channel. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, it's the green drone sending you free cannabis from the skies. (laughs) (laughs) So in the statement, the police said they they suspected the baggies were filled with dangerous drugs and officers managed to recover a bunch of them and they took some pictures like they always like to. and, And yeah, basically it was a, Big publicity stunt for the the legalization. Did you know how much they dropped? It doesn't say here in the news story, but I I read another one that said they're looking to. I think they said they're looking to do a kilogram per week over various locations in Israel in little <laughs> two gram baggies. So, yeah, that's that's sweet, man. That's a good amount. If you ever see one of those drones overhead, you'd want to be fucking grabbing an umbrella and turning it upside down. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Catch as many it. of those little baggies as you can. <laughs> hey, come to me. Then close your umbrella and run like hell before the cops come. Fucking yeah, yeah that, and that's the perfect hiding spot. You just close your right. No, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about, sir. This is my umbrella. Get away, get away. It's only a two grand bag, man. If, if I catch one, it's cool, but if not, and I'm not worried. If you, a, if you catch 50, there's videos oh, yeah, true, nice... of people walking through busy traffic just to pick up the packets that have fallen on the road. <laughs> so they go, weed can not kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah really, yeah. it can. Well, yeah. <laughs> Desire for it, at least, can. Monkey, what are you saying, man? You got some news? Uh, something going on over here in the U.S. that I've been watching now for a, a few weeks, months even. Um, and I didn't want to say anything until I was sure something was going on here. But it appears that the democratically controlled House of Representatives is going to go ahead and move forward and introduce a bill into the House of Representatives that would remove the sale of, would remove marijuana completely from the federal restricted substance lists, making it uh, 
medically legal, and also then um, passing it on to the states to determine what they want to do with it. Now, the, the, the thing about this is they've been threatening this for a long time. And in the American elections this year, cannabis has completely been avoided as an issue. And while our president has said that he will sign legislation to make medical cannabis legal, he's also made it very convenient that the, the Senate has not sent him anything to sign. So what's happening now is the Democratic-controlled House is going to call a bluff. So before the election, this bill will be introduced. They have the votes to pass it through the House and move it to the Senate. And at that point, they expect the Republicans to completely tank the bill and maybe show their colors. So this is what's going on. Well, the, the House of Representatives will pass it. They have the votes. They have the Democratic majority. They say they have 100% of the Democrats will vote for it, and a significant number of Republicans are also going to vote for it. However, they don't think that they have the votes in the Senate, and our president has made it known to his people that he doesn't want a bill on his desk. So mm -hmm. it's expected to die. Isn't that so, shitty how that happens? Just no, but, but all the advocates are saying this is historic because what it's showing now is it's showing that there are enough people out there that are willing to pass this. And if we get the right people in place, this could happen. Enough. Now, my, my serious, serious wish is that I'm completely wrong and that the Senate turns around and says, good, this is done and it's no longer an issue and nobody can claim it as a political uh, volleyball anymore. So, yes. but we shall see. So, Amelia, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it. And one cool thing in this thing, that I, as, I, as I read through the article, and I'm not going to go on forever about this, but there's a provision in this bill, and guess what it's about? A 5% sales tax, federal tax on mm. <laughs> marijuana sales mm. in the United States is already mm -hmm. in the bill. 5% is already built in. CN, you've got some news for us as well. I have, yeah. I was going to go with some, some rubbish news to start with, but it, it was just a bit of a laugh. Um, but I've, I've found another one, actually. <laughs> um, in, 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 in our, in our, you, you, our glorious country of uh, legality for the weed, um, it seems our government, <laughs> yes, um, they've granted 12 licenses to grow marijuana in this country to companies. Recently? So... No, this is over the last two or three years. Right. So we've actually got, well, we actually had 12 companies producing medical marijuana for other countries, only for export. Um, two of these have recently been sold off um, for uh, $81 million and $92 million US. Um, and it seems that a lot of a lot of research is being put into the legalization in this country the full-time legalization because there is a company called vault face um they're the biggest one of the biggest advocacy groups uh, in favor of legalization and apparently it's funded by one of the large canadian marijuana producers <clears throat> And this is within the Conservative government, so things are definitely changing. Yeah, I think so. Definitely There's uh, some major turns that's going to happen soon. Supercropper, sorry, let's just see what Supercropper said there about THCV. He said weight loss is a multi-billion pound industry worldwide. THCV could kill it. So it's as if THCV does something for weight loss. The appetite yeah. suppressant, right? It's an appetite suppressant, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I don't know too much about it, but yeah. You see all these, you, you see all these people wanting to lose weight, and they're thinking... Well, hang on a minute. Do we want a euphoric effect or do we not? Yeah, 
Come do on, I want people. To feel good what do you want? Do I want to feel yeah. sick. That's a good no. point too. <laughs> do I want to feel good losing my pounds and pounds and pounds? Exactly. So that's a lot of news. It's always good to hear what's going on around the world, in the world of cannabis. We've got some forum news as well. Unfortunately, we've had a, a couple of motherfuckers go and rob a couple of members' plants this month. Bunch of low lives. Mm. Yeah. You saw Grow Urban up on Twitter. Yeah, a couple of plants taken, and there must be must be a Mitch as well. You know, you just have to always make sure you're following them free rules, man. It's very important. Because growing outdoors is difficult to hide your grow. Mm. You know, and it's always the case that someone could come along and steal it. Yeah. Watch um too like I. I posted a picture of, of some shit on Twitter about this and I got a lot of the, the replies were um, make sure you re- you remove your geotagging data off of your fucking photos before mm-hmm. you post them. Yeah. Because anyone can download those and if, if you, they have any sort of computer savvy, there's, there's shit you can use to, to extract your location data. And I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, they were all outdoor grows. It, these kind of, this kind of thing happens at this time of year when plants start to finish. Mm-hmm. And people are growing outdoors because you can smell them for so far away. So many people can notice it. And they're big too, you know, like some of these ones that mm-hmm. they're posting are seven, eight feet tall. So they're bigger than most yeah. fences. And I mean, yeah. yeah. Croptober, man, it's it's ripper season. So Yeah. So well, I mean, if you are growing outdoors, take the extra precautions over the next month or so. Yeah, I may want to mention that you, you can go into your phone settings and disable that geotagging on your photos if if you uh yeah, that way definitely. it won't it won't be there when you take the picture. And you really don't want it there anyway. So and them settings, right. they're all enabled automatically on your phone. So you right. have to go out of your way to go. So whatever model you've got, it will be in settings somewhere. Just yeah. make yeah. sure you've got the geotag taken off. And make sure you do it both both in your photos, like in your camera app, and also Google. Google re- records fucking everything, or Apple, or whatever yeah. kind of you know overlord that you might be subscribed to. So <laughs> just watch that. Yeah. So the unconventional graphs going well as well. We've got some people jumping in there. And there's still a chance to jump in as well if you want to get involved. Yep. There's Just a, pick something stupid, grow up planning it. A few loopholes if you're having trouble getting started, we can give you give you a hand on it. So contact us at Percy's. I'll, I'll be happy to walk you through how to get going. My, my, my container has not arrived. Understand, yet. brother. So Understand. It will be here by the night. Post me a picture. <laughs> Customs have got it. You're done. Post, <laughs> me <a> p- <laughs> Post me a picture of your seed in your dirt, and I'm good to go. <laughs> oh, well, she's uh, you've already seen. Uh, my, my girls have already, I, I planted them last week. Ah. So they have already sprouted their beautiful uh, little heads. Right. Oh, but yeah, no, it's just a container itself, her finished container that hasn't now, arrived. If, if it goes through customs and comes out with an open package, is that kind of like a red flag? No. <laughs> uh, no, it's as if I'm going to be fucking using it. So I don't really give a shit who's fucking handling it. Like. Hmm. <laughs> no. So I'm kind yeah. of just asking there, where do I enter the unconventional grower? Just go to purchasegrowroom.com. Yeah, there should be a thread in our comps and just go ahead and uh, in there. Just say you, you, you'd like to enter. That tells you how to do it. And That's right. You're good to go. Yeah. It's good for the man. Yeah. This is more for fun than, than yield. So, you know, this is a, a low stress grow. I'll put it that way. Well, low stress for uh, low, low stress on, on for you. who? 
Low stress on well, the road. Well, it should no. be. You're tr- you shouldn't be chasing a <laughs> yield on this one. You're obviously you're chasing a. a, a if you're going to try and keep that thing alive, alive man. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to well, keep it alive in your tiny little pot. Well, I didn't say the pot had to be tiny. I mean, good grief! I think I uh, heard somebody True. was going to be hiding, not hiding, but growing one in a tire. Yeah, so, that's. Uh, I think. I think yeah. that is our man Fish. I think. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put him on the spot on that. But yeah, he did say something about that. No, no. Well, fuck it. I've put him on the spot now. He said it. I want to see this fucking tractor. <laughs> tire going, man. A tractor wanna... tire. He's doing it in a tractor, tractor tire. tire. I don't know. I'm just, I could be adding the tractor tire, but <laughs> you know, let's make it a tractor tire now, fish. Get the finger out, brother. Yeah, man. Make, so, it make it so. That's all the news this week. We'll mm. move on to uh, the famous stunner this week. GB. Yeah. It's down to you, man. Now. Tonight, we are going to find out a little about a man who, until recently, I didn't know even fucking smoked the Mary Jane. Um, He has been a thief, a con man, a teacher. He's even been a fucking cop. Uh, But at least he was in the canine unit. So he's all right with me. Tonight, guys and girls, we are going to have a little chat about Jim Belushi. Nice. I remember that K9 movie. Yeah, that's one of my favourite movies of all yeah. time. Yeah. It was a bit corny, a bit shitty. But no, I, just, I don't watch dog films after that. No. It was like that Turner <laughs> Hooch. Do you remember that? That was. Yeah, like... They always just kill the fucking dog or something at the end, man. And I can watch vicious shit. But you can't go killing the dog, man. And that, that like sort of breaks nah, me. You know? <laughs> I can't be watching dogs getting hurt, man. There's, there's that dog film, um, Shiloh, is it? There's one dog. No, the life of the life. What's that? That, that dog film with a uh, Homeward Bound. That's a fucking good movie. That's that is a good movie. The dogs died in anyway. where the red fern grows. Uh, anyway, going off on <laughs> Sorry, we do this, we do this fucking all the time. Oh, anyway, dies. I mean. no. So briefly, we would say Jim was born in 1954 in Chicago, in the Windy City. Um, he was born to Albanian immigrants, and he is the brother of John Belushi. Famous for the Blues Brothers. Flounder himself. Not Flounder. What was his uh, Animal House name? Bluto. Oh. Bluto. Bluto. Mm, I couldn't remember. Yeah, um, John Belushi. John Belushi was Bluto. In the uh, Labyrinth? No, no, no. no, no Animal no. House. Animal House. <laughs> oh, oh, Animal House. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, this is a stoner moment. I'm on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and... Um, yeah, he's worked. He's worked with some of the best in the business. He's worked with Tom Hanks, John Candy, Halle Berry, Whoopi Goldberg, and the Machine himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger, on a few occasions. Six degrees to separation strikes again. So it is no wonder he jumped on the bandwagon when he had two friends like those Bowsies, the last ones that we talked about, because we know they are also cannabis users. So yeah, he was always a smoker, but he was fairly he he's always said that he's a light smoker. He doesn't smoke a whole lot, but um he does enjoy it. And when legalization came along, he kinda he had a shitload of land and he added to it. So he decided that he was going to, to go and grow weed. Uh, that was the film. Sorry to interrupt. No. Marley and me. I haven't even watched that. It's like you're gonna watch the life of a dog man from Poppy to when it Fucking dies, man. What kind of person are you, man? You're a savage. You just want to bruise your emotions. Don't watch movies like that. That's a good movie, man. <laughs> oh, no, I, I can't watch no dog movie like that where the dog's going to die in the end. Homeward, Homeward Bound was all right because they survived, you know, and they're all happy in the end and shit. But 
Yeah, I like that. So yeah, he was um he he <laughs> didn't have he set up the farm and um he is growing some fucking serious fine dank weed out there. It was um he admitted himself that he knew sweet fuck all about growing when um when he set up Belushi Farms, but it was a very good friend of his, Dan Aykroyd, who oh. introduced him to really? yeah, a fella called Captain Jack. Um, now, this fella, lads, is serious. He was back in the 70s. He's grown this same Landis, Landris strain that he got from this fucking tribe up in the mountains in Afghanistan Ooh. back in the 70s. And he's been growing this out ever since then. Oh, Sweet. oh man, seriously. Like, even like it, it goes, it, he, he was with this tribe for nearly two years before they, they trusted him to give him the seeds so that's serious shit whoa yeah and like fucking he's just an awesome dude or actually I'm, I, I think we will cover about him in his own right um, because he is savage um, but between them nice. they're after um, they've created some awesome strains like they have Cherry Poi Black Dog OG Nilla Wafer Lemon Chiron a Chiffron um, Bubble Mint and Chocolate Hashberry Mm, they're the they're the six main strains that they have developed in that themselves, and the cherry pie sounds really nice. But unfortunately, we cannot <laughs> buy seeds of it as of yet. It is all for dispensary only. And yeah, only like make it, make up a dispensary name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we could try, but I don't think they're allowed to bring it across <laughs> state lines. Monkey has told us about this time again. We will find a way, man. Where oh. there's will, there's a way. Oh, yeah, there's always where there's will, there's a way. Yo, shout out to Bob in the chat. Still Bob pop up as well. Oh, Bob. And it was actually Bob who put me onto this, um, onto the series. That is the one that I am going to recommend to everybody. So that's why I'm keeping this one short and sweet, because I think everybody should have a look at this. It is called Growing Belushi. Um, and all three episodes, it is on Discovery. But all three episodes are available here on YouTube. So just type in Ground Belushi and have a look at it. It is actually really good. It's really entertaining. And you will learn some kind of good stuff along the way. So, yeah, that is pretty much it. And there's the man standing in front of some fine, fine plants. Look at that. <laughs> oh, that's only 10.6. He has like 98 acres, lads. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Filled Man. and it's it's like a seven a seven person team looks after this thing. I'm guessing he doesn't run out of weed very often then. But yeah, no. So, but even seven it. people to <laughs> yeah, look after ninety eight acres. Two weeks, man. <laughs> no, serious. But yeah, so that is um thing. So I would recommend after the show, yeah, after the show, everybody, or even just have a look during the week if you have a bit of time. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. I'm gonna have to. Oh man, you're gonna have to. It is so good. And even Jim, Jim himself is just a fucking. He's a funny bastard, you know. Even the things that he say, he says, and then. He's like, there's these two fucking people that work for him there. He knows them since they were kids. So he cuts them like loads of slack and he's like, oh yeah, but there is, oh yeah, but they're all right. <laughs> these fuckers want to leave at four o'clock when, <laughs> when they're meant to be spraying Captain Jack's famous fucking hash weed. A fucking, oh, I don't know what it was. It's, can they call it Captain Jack? Anyway, that's a strain that they're developing back. Um, it's weed, man. Like Tommy yeah, Chong, it's weed. Tommy Chong yeah. said. It's, but, it's marijuana. 
they wanted Smoking. to leave early, like, and they're going, oh yeah, no, we finish at four, but this stuff had to be done at five. And they're like, yeah, but we finish at four. <laughs> You're like, Lame. lads, you get all the wages want. You probably get fucking paid handsomely for it. Maybe then guys go home and tend to their own plants and stuff. No. <laughs> tend, tend to your plants on your own time god damn it <laughs> no, you stay here and you keep my plants well that's what I'd be saying to them so. there we go Jim Belushi star of Growing Belushi check it out yeah. I'm going to check it out this week we we did have somebody in the chat but I can't scroll up to see who it was I can't remember what the name was they mentioned that they've seen it said it's a little bit too uh, dramatised or something uh, well, everything is when it's in that kind of uh, reality TV show kind of feeling in it yeah, well, every is especially. Yeah, I I don't want to sound bad, but like, you know, American TV does be very drama and whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I like about it. I find Irish and like UK TV can be just too fucking serious sometimes. The TV is just shit, man. It's all yeah. about YouTube nowadays. <laughs> YouTube and Netflix. Uh, I'll be Netflix. I don't watch TV itself as it goes. I just I I box set everything. So if, you, if anyone has any good box sets I like, um, the likes of Game of Thrones type shit, um, anything like that, anything? Shameless. Yeah, try try something in the comments, man. Let us know. Yeah, try, what, what, try what do you like in. to watch when you're stoned? Well, we got a good That's thread right. going on the forums, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. some good movies in there. And yeah. and while we are I'm talking about tr- while we're talking about threads on the, yeah, don't forget people to add in your things on the tree word story. Oh, yeah. That was really, really good fun. And we are going to read it out on the higher and homegrown, our uh, other sideshow. We've got a sideshow. Side show. Side yeah. About four weeks to build that. So there we go. So, yeah, we have loads of time to build it up. So it's really good. So there we go then, lads. That's Famous Stoner this week. We'll move on to Pro Guys. It's all about flowering this week. Not like when the buds are getting big and you're coming to the end, but the early stages from when you're moving from vegetation into the early stages of flowering. So we're going to be talking about what light cycles are going to work best if you're growing autos or photo period plants or uh, what nutrients you want because you'll be changed from grow nutrients to bloom nutrients or offering PK to the plant at a certain point. We'll discuss what we do ourselves and when we offer these nutrients to the plants at what times. Uh, things like that. So lads, uh, let, let's say we're growing a photo period plant and we flick the plant, we flick the lights to 12-12, flowering started to happen. After, after the lights been flicked to 12-12, how many days would you usually wait until you start to see flowers starting to form? TG, you want to take that first? Um, in my experience, like you'll notice, you won't notice, I guess, flowering in, in the sense of where you get the nice pistol growth or the stigma, sorry, growth. Um, but like you'll get a stretch it'll start changing I guess you won't get new leaf growth um, right out of the the top nodes anymore uh, or the bud sites but yeah it'll it it just it looks kind of strange and it almost it'll pause and then just grow up and then after about three I would say three three and a half weeks uh, about there that's kind of when your stretching uh, stops and then you start really getting into flowering uh, full flower production but I guess what would you call that like pre Flower, flower, or something. Yeah, um, I call it the stretch. Yeah, that's what I just call it too. That's part of flower, in my opinion, is is the stretch. It's <laughs> the first part of flower. So, yeah, three about three and a half, four weeks till till you can really start like watching the the buds thicken up. Before that, it's kind of just like when the fuck is it going to start? But it grows up and up. So, 
Yeah, and that's my experience at least, anyway. What you, what you saying, Monkey? Same thing? Uh, very similar. I mean, yeah, you usually, if, if it's photo, you flip the lights, and then I usually see anywhere from three, uh, three days to a week, and you'll start seeing some stretch starting to happen. And then, uh, like, like Temple said, you know, you're usually going to stretch for a good solid two weeks and into that third week. And usually it's about the time you start screaming, when the hell is this going to stop? You know, it's reaching for your lights going, going, and then it'll level out and you'll start seeing where your bud sites will actually start forming pom-poms looking little puffs. So, you know, real close to that. Yeah. So, GB, you, you've, grown, you've grown autos, right? Yeah, autos and... Um... I just so what would you up. say the difference is with the autos? Because with the autos, you keep it on 18.6, right? Yeah, I keep, when I'm growing autos, I, I grow it out for the first kind of week, two weeks on 24, and then I drop her down to 24, um, four, and then I just leave her on that for the rest of the grow. So, so what, would you look, when the flowers start to perform, do you think? About, about week four, week five? It, it does be kind of, it, it depends really on the strain, you know, mm. it's it's, but it is normally within within four weeks. I know they say that you can have like from seed to harvest in sixty days and then fucking seventy days, <laughs> but it's not really in fairness, George. It's going to be a little bit longer, but yeah, yeah you know, it is. I mean, I'd say they, some autos, like if you get into the low rider stuff, those really tiny little bitches. Um, yeah, well, I say if you get into the little yeah, midget ones, but but you're right, most are are. Or, yeah, four weeks, I would say. Mm. Now, That's... I think some of that kind of depends on pot size I've experienced with. You know, of oh, course, yeah. I'm play I played with some of them in these uh, mug grows. And uh, because of yeah, that, you'll get the roots will stress out. And I'll start seeing signs of flower in, in two weeks mm. on those. But they won't finish any faster. And that's mm. the weird thing. You know, they'll start flowering sooner. In it, but if it's, if it's at a 10-week strain, you still going to have to wait to see 10 weeks to, to see the, the trichomes ripe enough to, to get the plant in. So, but yeah, flowering can be triggered with autos, I find, at least with root stress. Yeah, that's right. Good Ooh. point. What do you think, Cian, when you flip, how long is staying? Maximum of a couple of weeks, really. Um, I don't, I don't, to be honest, at the minute, I'm not taking that much notice of my plants. They, I, I open the tent and, oh, look, they've got flowers. Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, 10 days to, to, to two weeks and the, the, the stretch has stopped and everything's looking nice and flowery and starting to smell nice. That's, that's probably the best bit. I like that bit. I like that bit when they change. I don't know. I don't like the flowering period so much. It's nice to watch. It's good TV, but there's nothing you can do at this point. No, but you, you, you know, you, everything that you can do to the crop is pretty much done when the flowering starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You then well, Fun's as, over. As, as, as soon as you got to this two-week period when everything stopped, then start taking branches off and stuff and making mm. it nice. But I can't even be bothered to do that at the minute, so I'll just leave them there. <laughs> Oh, who well, I was lazy on mine too. I got fucking larf all over the place. It's gonna be super fun to trim. <laughs> Lame. Just trim it off into a bin bag and make dry ice hash. Yeah, make some hash, yeah. Bust the hash up. Yeah. Nice and easy. I tell you, you cannot knock the larf, lads, because oh. when, <laughs> I don't. When it's, it's, good. it's just a pain in the fucking <laughs> ass. You know yourself, like I fucking found, I found a jar of <laughs> that I had, and I'd forgot about it. I was after going out, going like there was like an ounce and a half in this, well, maybe two ounces. Hold on, GB. 
How, how many plants have you grown maximum? Two? No, I've had six. All oh, right, right, okay. Yeah, six is a bit of a task when you've got a lot of loft to trim. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and these six were grown under like a filazon light. Like, it's a good light. It's just a like flies on. That's it. I needed, on. Two, I needed two of them. I had two of them, but we know what happened to. We won't go to, down that we road have, again. We've heard that one. Yeah, we have. Oh, yeah. Heard that. Oh, that is oh, yeah, but yeah, we, Oh, we're much better now, and they fucking mm. absolutely. I have to say, these. These seedlings are loving it, man. There, there's one of them is real deformed and looks just fucking like it belongs on the special bus. But uh, from Chernobyl and shit. Yeah, it's just it's, it's <laughs> fucked up, man. But like, as the lad said, I'm gonna just let her keep going. I was going to use her for the unconventional, but I went, no, no, no. We're going to try to do this properly. And so I think I'm just gonna, just gonna try use it and a will grow. One thing so, you will. Gigi, oh, sorry. Go ahead. We, you, you grow organics, right? So to. when you see the flowers starting to form, do you change anything in your medium? Do you add anything extra or do you just let it do its thing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I don't personally. Um, I just follow my, my same regimen that I have been the whole time. If, if the plants are looking like they need something, then yeah, I'll, I'll add in some, like, you know, if they need some potash or something like that for, for potassium, then I'll do that. But no, generally I, I don't... Uh, I don't add anything extra when I flip the flower. I do. We should do... just discuss that. You know, it's like when the plant goes from vegetation into the flowering stage, it reduces the amount of nitrogen it uses because mm. nitrogen is used to make like leaves and branches and stems. And when the plant starts to flower, it doesn't make as much as them. So it reduces the amount of nitrogen it needs, but it needs a lot more potassium and phosphorus to build the flowers and give it the energy it needs to build them as well. But don't forget, it still needs a bit of nitrogen. Oh, yeah. yeah, it still needs a bit of nitrogen because nitrogen helps the plant make chlorophyll. Without nitrogen, there's no chlorophyll. Yeah. And the chlorophyll is needed for the plant to photosynthesize and make food. A lot of people so just stop their, their, their veg newts though and go on to the flowering newts. And there's most of the well, time, the flowering newts enough. do have a bit of a, a bit of nitrogen in there. I don't think a there's lot enough of nitrogen in, most stays of in the plant as well. Yeah. You don't want too much, so that's the thing, because if there's too much nitrogen, it gives you airy buds. Yeah. You don't want airy buds, you want yeah, good, true. dense, yeah. solid buds. So you want to cut out the nitrogen. If there's a nitrogen deficiency, then you can easily add a little bit further on down the grow, you know, but it uses a lot less yeah. during the flowering stage. My thought so is this is where most growers will add potassium or and phosphorus to the medium to give the flowers the food they need to grow. Um, growing or just why I asked TG that. Yeah, yeah. my thought Sorry, is, is just like the idea behind the living soil or, or at least a, a semi living soil like I run is that the plant you know, dictates what it needs and it takes what it needs with help from the microbes in, in the soil and by providing the, the entire suite of, uh, of nutrients that it needs, it can kind of titrate itself essentially. Mm. Um, that's that, at least that's just my thought. Um, because yeah, you, you feed the soil rather than you feed the plant in a, in a living soil. Yeah. And so it's, it's a little bit more of a second degree of separation kind of thing, but I've, in my experience, never had any issues with, with like, you know, sometimes there's deficiency depending on if I forget to fill the, the pot up enough or, you know, something like that, or yeah. certain, certain strains are a little hungrier than others too. So there is that, but um, yeah, generally it's, it's pretty just, just kelp weekly kelp is what I do. Um, so and now when it comes to cocoa and hydroponic mediums, it's a little bit different, you know, cause you have to provide the salts as the plant needs it. 
So monkey, you're a cocoa grower. When do you start feeding flower and nutrients to your plant after the flip? Do you do it as soon as the lights have changed? Or do you wait until you start to see flowers form first before you give them the uh, flowering food? I try to wait to, to see the, the stretch completely stop and to see the flowers building somewhat. And once they start doing that, then I'm using an advanced nutrient formula, which has two separate formulas, one for bloom, one for grow. And at that point, I'll switch to the grow and I will give them a little. And I want to say this very specifically about a quarter of what, what, the, what their manufacturer recommends of PK. I don't want much because too much of it, it seems to, to, to stunt the flowering cycle if I give them too much too fast. Mm -hmm. And then I'll also start, uh, I want to increase the cow mag because I'm, I'm cocoa growing under LED lights. And now at that point, when those flowers start forming, the plant's going to have a really high demand for cow mag. And so I want to go yeah. ahead and increase my cow mag at that point and also consider doing a foliar feed before the flowers start building uh, of either Epsom salt or cow mag to give that plant one more push. And that'll mm. kind of set me up now for bloom at that point. So you, you wait until you see the flowers form and then you change the feed? Absolutely. I want to see. So you just hold it on grow newts up until then. Uh, yeah, and I, and I even don't even want heavy grow newts. I like I like mm -hmm. to keep the uh, EC low, keep it on grow newts only, and uh, you know no, nothing special. Just a little bit of cow mag for, for the for the cocoa the business, and then the, basically just it's it's the hardest part is waiting for it for the stretch to finish to change the mm -hmm. chain cycles. Everybody wants to get it's in there the hardest and part it. for me. Yeah. yeah, I always, well, not always, you know, sometimes I don't, but on most occasions I'll have too much stretch because I've right. trimmed at the wrong time or fed wrong, you know. Yeah, you kind of, I find that it's actually, I'm starting to actually go further than I used to go. I find that, it, you know, the plant can tolerate me waiting an extra few days before I give it the bloom mm -hmm. newts. It, it's better off doing that than giving it. Uh, yeah. too much too fast or something like that so I, I'm, I'm conservative with that i always say that you know i'm i'm an excess kind of grower i like to have more power more power more power but mm. that's differences not with nutrients so i want to i want to give them yeah. as little as i have to and uh that's what works, you, it works for me man i i didn't even use calmag this time around in flower at all i use drift back completely i only use kana a and b and i use kana pk the 13 14 i use really small amounts i done like a mini flush every feed um yeah. that i was getting like i i over when i say over like i do 10 liters i put all 10 liters through the plant so i get great great um absorption in it and it but it passes out all the everything so it just it it put keeps nice just a right right amount of salt so everything is just perfect for it and yeah I got I got a really good harvest. I've had no I had no problems either anyway through this um this whole grow. That was uh, that was photo period was it was that it? was a photo yeah and that was a uh, that was a snowboard strain and it's a strain that you, I can't even get it anymore from this this place. Don't do it. It was one of the last ones, and that was I had I popped six six beans. Only one of them came out, and that was the snowboard. So what you're saying is, also, yeah, you're in soil. You don't grow in cocoa like uh, uh, GB and monkey, and you're not fully organic like TG. It's a little bit different for you and on all sides, man. <laughs> what do you do when flowers? Do you start feeding flowering food from flip, or do you wait a while? I wait a, about a week actually just to see what the plants do because i mean most i've got two lots going on at the minute though i've got uh, uh i've got a few going in um canaterra soil 
which tends to supply the um, plants up to about four weeks. So if I'm under four weeks veg, they've still got enough food in the plants. But I've also started to on that Sohum uh, water only soil. Oh yeah. Um, and I, <laughs> as long as I remember water only, we're all good. Um, <laughs> they, 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 I'm just about to flip them, I think, because the the Sohum apparently in 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 20 liters is only good for about seven weeks so i might run out towards the end so i might have to be putting some pk in just to see what what's uh what's going with the plants see how long they last see how long the soil well, lasts. pk would you be putting organic pk and i suppose you won't be using salt based no god no um i'll have to find some organic pk actually i haven't got anything that even actually i have Kelpie's good, right tg Blackstrap molasses. Kelp, yeah, kelp's got a lot of potassium. Not so much phosphorus unless it's been uh, fortified. But um, you can find products that have both of those usually, yeah. So it's easy for the salt-based growers. You just change up your food and start adding some PK. And whatever brand of nutrients you're using will have their version of PK. You know, a lot of growers use uh, Advanced Nutrients Big Bud. That's a good one which a lot of growers use. But most will use Canna PK 13, 14. It seems to be a standard for everybody. Good type of PK. You know, when the flowers are growing, that's the kind of food they need. So you want to provide them as much as possible with the food they need. And of course, keep the pH balance, which will differ depending on what medium you're in. You will change pH when you move to flower as well. Not so, so much. You go, too go, much. You go five eight to six point two. I was gonna, right? yeah. I'll let it drift. I don't really go up, mm -hmm. all the way up on it. I'll just I'll keep it about five nine in, in veg, and then I'll let it go to six, maybe six one, but not much further. That's just me. Yeah, just let it swing at it. Well, soil yeah. sorts my pH. She's stiff. as um, Sandra, she used um, kelp. I don't know. Is is Sif a dude or a girl? Sorry. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I, I thought I it's. Know. I think it's. I think it's a girl. I'm not sure. Anyway, we will just we'll find that in a minute when they type back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they, they, well, they are saying recharge. They use recharge. Recharge is savage, from what I hear. Now, Mackie, with that pH thing, uh, just thinking about it, because they use an uh, advanced nutrients with the pH perfect formula, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, ch I don't change pH yeah, because that, yeah. when I change nutrients, that bottle is supposedly, supposedly balanced to deliver those nutrients. So, and I, I really, I'm, at this point in time in my grow, my pH meter is basically just to check, not really to adjust with. So, does apart from when you're obviously when you're running a photo period plan. You have to do twelve twelve. Uh, have you any, anybody done the gaslight routine before? I tried. You've it. had a shot at that, ZN. Yeah, right, yeah, I tried it about maybe two years ago. I had, I think, four plants on the go, and I thought, all right, we'll see what this gaslight routine's all about. Um, three of the. Can you just explain what it is. Yeah. It's, is is a it's a daft like, well, I don't know if it's daft. Um, <laughs> it, it was a bit daft for me because it sent one of my plants into a uh, uh, flower in about the second week of veg and I was a bit like well to be fair I was properly annoyed but when I re-vegged it it turned out to be a massive blueberry flipping cola and it was absolutely huge so I was quite I was quite pleased by that um, but it's a technique where you change uh, your lighting I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see the exact hours so I don't give people the wrong information. Um, it is 
12 hours of light, five and a half hours of darkness, one more hour of light, and then another five and a half hours of darkness. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh, yes. It's a Send them a code. <laughs> you, uh, you try setting up a digital timer to do that. It, honestly, so over a week, it will just kill you. You need a uh, you need a, a degree in like mathematical science just to set your. It's timer. like setting a BCR in the eighties. Especially when you've gone over midnight <laughs> and your timer thinks, "Oh, it's next day," but you don't want it to be next day in terms of yeah. But yeah, it sent it sent my blueberry into flower in about the second week of edge, um, and I didn't notice for about a week. Um, right. But it, it did turn out when I revegged it, it did turn out to be the the most huge cola. So mm. it was. So good. what you you just used the gaslight routine to flower some other plants or something? No, I just took that one out. Right. Well, but there was other plants under the gaslight. No. Well, I had I had four plants in there. Um, three right. three were going okay. Three were going fine, and the blueberry decided it was going to flower. I mean, it's not the the, the others routine. didn't flower. No, because I stopped it. Okay. I changed the lighting. Uh, at the time, I didn't have the the facility to move it to another tent. Now I have, so I'm I'm all good. But at the time, um, I only had the one tent going, so I'm thinking, hmm, that's not right. So I put it back to eighteen six, and vegged them out for a bit longer, and then flowered them all. And yeah, fuck that shit. You gonna you gonna hurt me? I'm messing around like that. No, nah, I can't be bothered with that. You know, some growers like to run their auto flowers on 24 hours a day. Yeah. What do you think about that? Waste of money. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too much. Yeah. yeah. As I said, I'd like to do it. I'd like to do it at the start of it to give it just that extra little bit. But the plant needs a bit of rest, man. It does. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have so processes yeah. that they do in the dark. Yeah. Like there's there's loads of people that grow it on 186. On autos, I'll slip it down there. That's, I think, the 20, 24 is perfect. It doesn't need, it needs a bit of rest, but it doesn't need a whole lot. She has a very fine lifespan. Mm. So mm -hmm. she doesn't need to rest that much. So I'm just yeah. running a split right now. No, I agree. I'm talking about lollipopping. Good idea. You, you know, when uh, your flowers are starting to form, you want to take off the growth at the bottom of the plant that you don't want to keep. You all default, you all lollipop your plants. I do. I just did I that see. today, literally. <laughs> No, but I will be doing it on the next one. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Depends on how much time I've got. It makes it a way easier in the end. I mean, you don't have the larf to deal with. Not, you know, GB loves as, his larf, but not, nothing said, against it. Nothing against it. I just would rather have it added to the, the top colas. Than... But, like, but, but lads, the larf saved me a thousand euro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and <laughs> that, was, that, that was larf that... I didn't even know it was there and like it wasn't even stored properly it was just kept in a container it was never burped it was never no it was still on the sticks I always <laughs> have large man because I can't reach I the plants like the back that. of my somebody yeah. likes it all Nothing fuck it that's stuff done me yeah that shit just done fucking perfect man and it even it even sorted out one of my best buddies I gave him a fucking half ounce and then I was regretting giving him the half ounce because I fucking had none myself. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. You know, you have to help a brother out. Yeah. Mm. Oh. lollipop is good, though. It's nice and clean. It helps with airflow. It's nice at the end when you're trimming because, like, like we've just discussed, you don't yeah, have to easier. fuck with that shit. And, yeah. yeah, I like to go down in the middle of the plant because I, I like to do a lot of uh, manifolds and main lines. And so I'll go also when I'm lollipopping up from the bottom, I'll go through the center and, and take out the big fans so that I can get airflow. 
and it's strictly an airflow thing and the plant will recover amazingly. But that, that same, mm-hmm. same time when I'm lollipopping, I get all those big fan leaves out of the middle of the plant so that I can get some, some nice, wonderful dry air in there to keep those buds from molding up on me. And, so, and any training that you've been doing, you, you'll start to notice after the, a couple of weeks after the flip, the stems will start to get harder and more rigid. And when you bend them, they'll break easier. Yeah. So you, you need to stop any training at this point. Yes, you do. Make sure any training you've done is done during veg and the early few, like the few first few days of flower, maybe the first week. But then I like to stop, then it gets too risky. And even when you think and you've got your hands on the branch and you think, yeah, I can just bend that just a tiny little bit out there and a tiny little bit out there. Don't do it. Stop because they'll snap. Yeah. Now, I have successfully tied strings or wires and then a little little each day kind of deflect that butt down a little bit, down a little bit, down a little, you know, tiny, tiny, tiny. It's a lot of patience that does, mate. It does. But I mean, (laughs) when you get, when you get, you know, really, really need that last little inch, you got to do it. You got to do it. So there we go. That's about like some of it. I mean, there's, there's so much more to the early stage of the flowering, yeah, you know, once you get that like stretch. temperatures as well, for example, the stretch, if you can control the daytime temperatures and the nighttime temperatures, so they're within five degrees of each other, you'll see a lot less stretch. Mm-hmm. The colder it is between day and night, the more stretch we'll see as well. Right. That's an important factor. Red too. I mean, the, the reason you switch from HPS or from metal halide to HPS, if you're doing uh, traditional HID or on a lot of the older LEDs, they have the veg and bloom switches. When you crank the bloom on, you get a lot more of a red spectrum, which also helps to reduce the stretch. Uh, yeah. no, it, it increases the stretch, right? The red, yeah, does, yeah, yeah. Blue will decrease, but that's yeah. right. Because when I grew using HPS, I'd keep my metal halide in yeah. for the first two yeah, yeah. weeks after flip, yeah. and then that's I'll it. change to HPS after that. And I'll go back to a metal halide at the end for the last week. Right. Apparently, it makes the plant think that it's going into the autumn time because of the blue spectrum of light. Uh, I don't know. Plant science and stuff. I don't understand them. Well, I, I ran into a thread somewhere and I posted it up on Percy's and, and about dimming the light cycle toward the end of, end of bloom. Yeah. So I've been playing with it this time. And I don't have the numbers yet, but the results look amazing. It was really? you know, kept, kept the intensity up anywhere from seven to 900 par rating. And, and then about the last three to four weeks, this was a 10 week flower. So about the last three or four weeks, I dropped it down to about 500. And the colas got massive. You drop and it got, straight or gradually? Straight. I just I just one stepped it down from you know like I said about nine hundred down to about five hundred, and man the colas just got huge mm. and sticky. Well, that's what we'll cover next week. We'll cover the last part of flowering and yeah. how to get fat buds, man. How, how to feed the plant to get the best out of it. And you know this is just an experiment, but this is this is how you get bigger buds. You, you try something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, experiment. If it works. What it's all about. Yeah. 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 I just don't, don't ever forget about this is a hobby, you know. Oh so man, try and enjoy it as you do your thing. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, so let's move on to strain of the week. Then let's do this. Monkey, strain of the week, man. It's down to you. Strain of the week this week. Uh, strain of the week. Let's talk about Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is a classic strain to me, at least. It's not a a a, a new new strain. But it is a strain that's been around for a while, and it was developed by Dark Horse Genetics, and it was bred by crossing Strawberry Diesel and OG Kush. And so, again, we're going back to the OG Kush, and we're taking a strain of diesel, and we're making something that is extremely, I mean, this is, I love this weed. That's all I can say. It's a 60-40 sativa dominant, 
and the, the THC levels on this stuff can go through the roof. Bruce Banner is a heavy hitter, and the THC levels can go anywhere from the 20s all the way into the 30s, with an average THC coming out around 27%. Wow. And with next to no CBD, and what that means is you're going to have one heck of a high euphoric high on this thing. So, mm -hmm. and I have been very many times, and I'm smiling right now just thinking about Bruce Banner. It's one of my faves. Uh, I've enjoyed it in concentrates and I've enjoyed the bud. I'm growing it now. Um, and it's, it's just an amazing plant that any, most anybody can grow. I love, I think it's to me, it, the hardest part about Bruce Banner growing it is that it, it makes so many flowers that sometimes you have to make choices because you can literally overstuff your tent if you're not careful. You think if you make it angry, it grows bigger? Well, mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe I pissed it off when I, when I lowered the light. Because, <laughs> man, I tell you, the one I got is just taking a tent over. It's crazy big, Greg. But anyway. You're growing one right now, right? I got a Bruce Banner 3 Auto in the tent right now. I, ha I nice. just I had a seed in there. Now, for an auto, it's not bad because this is a 20% TAC auto. And the colors are about the size of a soda can. And I did a, a main line on this thing. So it has eight mains and a bunch of sides. Nice. So it's the yield on this thing is going to be off the charts. And I was looking at it this okay. morning. It's about as sticky as can be. I, I, I can just feel my fingers now. It's going to be something else. Anyway, the sensory experience, it's, this is a sweet, citrusy, strong and pungent. Now the bud itself is going to smell slightly of fuel. That's the diesel coming out. And the flavors are going to be anywhere earthy, fruity, strawberry, almost candy-like with a little bit of citrus notes in it. But it's not really lemony or anything like that. Um, but Bruce Banner is known to be a heavy heater, so it's not really recommended for novices. But anytime you're talking to home growers, you say heavy THC, everybody's going to go run out and get the strain. There's a lot of phenos out there for Bruce Banner. Um, one, two, three, four, and five, as a matter of fact, they came out with. Now, the thing is, only the odd numbers are the ones you want. Two and four were dropped pretty quickly because uh, one was good, three was fantastic, and five was pretty good, too. But right now, of the three, if, you, if you're looking for the heavy hitter, you want Bruce Banner 3, and that's going to be available for many different uh, places. Uh, let's see, what do I have here? For Dark Horse Genetics, Sensible, uh, even Seedsman has a version of Bruce Banner. They call theirs Bruce Banger. I think they're just kind of being nice yeah. with the copyright on that. But it's the same genetics, and it's, <laughs> but it's not quite as high of a THC on that, though. But this is a, this is a, uh, a tall plant. So if you're going to grow it indoors, you're going to have to train it because this plant can get as high as 200 centimeters indoors if it's left in the wild on its own. Whoa. It's a big plant. And I know for an autoflower, I mean, I'm in a five-foot tent, and my extraction is all external, and I'm using a flat panel light so I can get it within four inches of the ceiling, and my light is maxed out with this plant right now. And I have, I have topped it four times to get here. So it's a Whoa. huge plant. Highly recommended, guys. Uh, anybody grow this one before? Yes. I've done... No, uh, but I'm just here ordering a some seeds now. <laughs> <laughs> I did the, the um, Grower's Choice Bruce Banner 3 uh, about 18 months ago. That was really nice. I was most impressed oh, with no. that. I've got a few of them left, actually. I did the Seedsman Bruce Banger not that long ago, actually. Um, oh. <clears throat> a, a small plant. Um, the Banger uh, would be a small plant, right? Power, nice. Very, very, oh. very, very nice smoke. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I do know for sure we have some of them in uh, Percy's collection. So we'll add them to the uh, what the fuck was that price pool this week. Sounds perfect on that there. Yeah, whoever gets those, definitely pop those seeds in your tent. You're going to be very, very happy with those. I mean, this is a plant that is so heavy with resin. If you want to make hash, this is a great one for it. I mean, it produces heavy, heavy, heavy buds with lots of resin on it. And it's made uh, some really, really good dry ice hash with this. So nice. very, very versatile plant, very easy to grow, very highly recommended. Visit the vault or Alibanga. I guarantee you they're going to have something in there that's going to get you set up on this one. But grow it, smoke it, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Yeah, man. So thank you very much, Monkey. All right. Nice strain, as usual. Ten pretty good fucking strains for you to look back on now, with it being episode 10. If you want to figure out a strain to grow, Take a look back through the episodes and watch straight in the wheat sections. Figure out where it's going to be. I recommend cheese. <laughs> For obvious yeah, reasons. I bet you would. Is that episode four or five, I think that is, if you yeah. want to know. Yeah. Check it out. All right, so now we're going to move on to this week's interview. Now, this guy here is a fucking legend, man. I didn't even know who he was until last week, and I saw this guy in the paper. He's opening up a coffee shop up in Liverpool, and you're like, nah, what's going on here? So you investigate, investigate further and see, this isn't the first time he's done it. He's done it before, numerous times. Been arrested, sent to jail, and he's come out of jail and just started again. It's like he sees he's doing nothing wrong, in his opinion. Uh, it's a not. fucking personal mission, man. You know, and he's just relentless with it he just hasn't given up just keeps on pushing man and you gotta appreciate a man who does that and what he's done for the cannabis community as well mm-hmm. especially if this shit is true because we've been here before you know we've heard about legislation is close and decriminalize decriminalization's coming and there's, there's cannabis what they call cannabis clubs they yeah. open up around the place you know but nothing ever really pushes forward but from this interview it does sound like Gary has pushed it to the extent he's where we're pushed, looking at the Dutch style legislation. Yeah, he's pushed it to the limit, man. He's put and and he is he's done such a fucking job. Mm. In fairness, like you know, it takes it takes balls to do what that man has done, and geez, all you can do is fucking raise your hand to him. Like he is, he's yeah. a fucking Ocean drive there. Ocean Drive in the chat. This man is Liverpool. Gary, Gary Yowds is a legend. I don't know if he's Yudes or Yowds. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing your name wrong, mate. I didn't even ask in the interview because I'm ignorant. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, quality guy, man. Listen to the interview and you can make up your minds for yourself to see if you think it's going to happen or not. But it's looking likely. You might want to start looking into building your own coffee shops anytime soon if you're in the UK. So with that, I think we'll move straight on to the interview. Interesting. I hope you all enjoy it. It's about half hour long. We'll be back to discuss it after that. Enjoy, everybody. Oh, thanks for joining us, man. I'm Mackie from PersysGrowRoom.com. Uh, and we have uh, Monkey. You want to say hi, Monkey? We'll run through the list. Hey, Gary. How you doing? I'm Monkey out here in the southern U.S. How are you doing today, man? Living the dream now. Good deal. <laughs> TG, you want to say hi, mate? Yeah, Temple Grower here all the way from Canada. Uh, nice to have you on, on the show. An honor to be with you. And then uh, we've got GP as well, who's from Sunny Island. How's it going, Gary? Nice to meet you, mate. Hi, GP. 
Hi, buddy. So looking forward to having the chat with you tonight, man. Oh, I've got lots to say. Yeah, man. It's beautiful. So tell us about what you've been up to, man, because you've got a long story. Do you want to start like somewhere oh. near the beginning? Or, you know? Okay, the very beginning. I'm a property developer and I was waiting for a bit of planning permission to come through. And it was a, a local advert, a cannabis convention, um, cannabis conference. So um, I got myself on the guest list and it was called Shaping New Agenda. It was okay. in 2002. So um, there was detectives, chief inspectors, there was people from authority, um, people from health. And I just got myself a little meeting at the end with um, a detective from Merseyside Police. And I said, I'm a businessman and I, I've got a premises and um, I'd love to propose a Dutch theme coffee shop. Three years behind the scenes, um, working hard, getting the place ready. Um, I got it done beautiful. It was all reclaiming the place and then um, took me hard, hard day and putting it together and all like the finances and that. But um, I set a little company up so it was all legit. Um, but cut a long story short, um, it was raided shortly after it was opened and, um, and I felt like all my years' work was down to nothing. Yeah, for sure. So obviously you had raided because it was a cannabis coffee shop. I'd remortgaged my house, but um, I'd, I'd, I'd involved the authorities all along the way, right from 2002. Yeah. Being upfront, what the plan, what the plan was, the business plan, and um, I wouldn't take no for an answer. I know right from wrong, and I'm standing here morally right now. Same, mate. That's what pisses me off as well. It's like I know the difference between right and wrong, man. I'm not fucking doing anything wrong here. That's you know? the thing. So I mean, I'm holding my head high now, and. Um, we're at the end of we're at the finish line type of thing and yeah. everyone can party so what what is actually happening here are they giving some restrictions on it like you can only have cbd flour no it's going to be full full spectrum chc oh my gosh man i'm buzzing oh. i am mate i mean I, i've only just come across yeah. your story the other day i saw it up on social network and you've been through this for a long 20, time Was 20 it? years in the making like him um, there's been a lot of um jail and I've been on license tag jail or probation for non-stop for 20 years and only since the COVID and times changed people are lighting up type of thing man you you must be so buzzing that the fight is finally coming to an end I mean is it coming into are we looking at legislation soon it isn't one yet there's a lot to because uh TG he, he's got legalization as well but there's still a lot of um restrictions on it Unprecedented times to need, need um, action, direct action, mm -hmm. and um, it's grassroots type of thing. And we're going to employ millions of people in this new economy. Beautiful. I'm really proud, like, because of um, it's not going to be corporate no more. It's going to be like homegrown, supplied by the community. Lovely. So it's it's, it's so, going to be like a mom and pop type operation thing where it's it's what? supplied by local local suppliers for each each area each district so you know you're able to trace it back to seed type thing is it i, I say I'm, I'm having an app design now there's a gentleman from london who's, who's working on it uh, and the budget says endless you see because i can put two thousand pounds in, into this app from um, rather than paying it in tax i'm allowed to invest it into the app so i mean i've got the deposit on the app page i've got like a thousand members who want to join so i've got the thirty thousand pounds just to put into the app straight away and as nice. soon as i'm open I'm, I'm, I'm foreseeing a kilo a day which is two thousand pounds and twenty percent of that's what's going to go right to them um, the good causes but 65 percent of our profits is going to be um, put back to the community nice awesome. but um the, the growers are going to upload pictures to the app no type of thing and 
they're going to be accountable for, so you're going like to have to put the name to it. So, yeah. I mean, you're as good as your last crop type of thing. If you were just chef in a restaurant, um, <laughs> people wouldn't go back, would they? So, I mean, there's, there's all lots of other growers nice. who we can show, show my skills to because I've, I've, I've fine-tuned it over 20 years. I've been growing my own for, like, so it's all organic now and I can grow, like, 15, 18-ounce plants every single time. So, so six, what six, do the authorities say about that, though? Well, the police are counting plants, so we're keeping it below the, the line. So it's literally a slap on the wrist. But hopefully, in the next few weeks, we're going to have um, an, an electrician going out to these small little grow rooms, and they're going to be giving them um, like an MOT, you know, a yeah, tip yeah. off, saying the safe. We've got a big fuse in there, and um, the, the authorities know about it. And you registered with the coffee shop, i.e., you're going to pay your tax. But also, when you book your seat in the app. Because the chilling rooms holds like 120 people. You're gonna see who's on the menu, who's um, who's sitting next to you, what their profession is. So you might not want to know a, a joiner today, or you might need a filmmaker tomorrow, or a graphic designer on Thursday. <laughs> so I mean, no, I mean, you can meet you can meet the, the judge that fucking locked you up only last year. <laughs> Six months ago, I was um, I had my backpack ready for jail, but like how times change. Yeah, man. I've had so, BBC reporters down doing films about me, and, and I've had like reporters from all over the world wanting to get our story out and our vision, our passion, our know-how, our work and model type of thing. So everyone can learn off me now and like get their operations up yeah, and running, man, get their brands on, 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 on the market. But the, the, the cannabis is going to be locally produced by the members from each club. So each club is going to be like going into the mainframe in the app, uploading their pictures, paying their tax. Um, booking their seat, seeing who's, which bands are playing on the menu, and nice. we're all just going to grow together. That's right, because you're opening on your opening day with the Zootons playing, right? Well, hopefully, I'm hopefully getting Paul McCartney. Oh, God damn. <laughs> so it's, it's really that, that big, like? I have to say, I, I fucking doff my hat to you, my man. You know, serious man, respect, mate. Well done. Fucking well done. And, boys, and thank you on behalf of welcome. all the smokers, you know. Yeah, or well, everyone can chill in peace now and like live in harmony. <laughs> I'm still finding it hard to believe, though. Do you not think that they're going to come and kick your door down again like they did when you opened the last coffee shop? Can you see this letter? Oh, no, he's got it in writing, lads. He's got it in writing. No. This is, this is a letter off Merseyside. Please come this morning with them dropping all my charges. Can you see that? Oh, man. Oh, wow, man. No further action. That is fucking awesome. Awesome. Look okay. what you've done. Look what you've done, guys. Well done, All right. man. Sorry, it's wrong way. That's, that's off Macy's side. Please come this morning, okay? And that's <laughs> telling me that, um, that the war's over. Like, you're not know, getting... Oh, sorry. It's not <laughs> yeah, it's the like first time. Are Both you smoking that right? cannabis? Right, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, I hope you can read it and believe yeah. me. Like. No. And also, I won this award last week as well. This is a um, command. I'll, I'll read it to you. It's Cannabis Awards Community Superstar. Oh my gosh! Well deserved, mate. Epic. Fucking well deserved. Wear yeah, that so, shit uh, with pride. I am. So I'm it, very proud now. So are you Yal, happy to say? Uh, proud, <laughs> yeah, I bet, mate. I bet you're off fucking over the moon, man. I am. Because it's a big fight as well. It's been a big fight, and it's been going on for so long. Oh, to be I at the front of it. Honest to God. Yeah, if... I've been pulled through the hedge backwards over and over again. I'm punched in the face serious, you know, like, especially when they're dragging me out at three o'clock mm -hmm. in the morning, kidnapping me in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm putting me in jail for um, a flat battery on a tag. 
Oh, for fuck's Whoa. sake. Fucking hell, man. Kidnapped me for a week. That was after me jail sentence. Wow. So you've been through a lot, eh? It is. Shoot a meal, oh, man. I'm, 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 I'm still, it's made me stronger every time they've knocked me down, I come back stronger. Yeah, and this man. time I'm not going away because epic. I'm really out the box and I can spread my vision. <laughs> it's epic, man. I love hearing a good story, you know. It's just, you've worked so hard to get to where you're at right now and, and it's yeah. going to benefit everybody in the community. The whole industry is going to be learning off me and all going to build happy, vibey community and cathedrals of peace. Yeah, man. I love it. Love it. And and the good thing is, what happens over in the UK happens over in my fucking glorious little country. Very soon. Liverpool is the drug war epicenter of the UK, and I'm going to end the war in Liverpool. I've got I'm meeting um, representatives of the city council this weekend to try and iron out a few. Um, let the flower prisoners out of jail, okay? Yeah, but, yeah. that's the first thing. That's it. They have to. If you if you only the right thing to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you think we're going for decriminalisation, full legislation? Which is happening? Decriminalisation, it's going to be. I don't want it legalised. I just want it tolerated. A small niche cottage industry, so we can give back to the poorest people right now, rather right, yeah. than some corporate. Okay, so the yeah, community yeah. can grow it. And what I say to people is, I don't want your twenty pound. All right. Grow your own and I'll buy it off you. So your habit works for you now. We've totally spun things around and mm. what a happy place. I give back tens of thousands of pounds every month when I was sitting there. And it was real money face to face, no like counting it out under the table through them. Yeah. But it'll all be done digitally now. So I can just like, um, I can do a million deals every hour type of thing and Beautiful. pay all the tax and do everything right. Wow. That's it. You've done it all official. No fucking around. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming to your town or city. I'm telling you so now. You've all got your opportunity now to set your businesses and your empire because you're going to have to be really nice and clean because, you know what, mine is like second to none. Yeah. It's, it's, it's proof beyond all everybody's. It's it's a working model. Like So look at my model and we'll earn off me and get it, your empire up. Is the model up, up and running somewhere online? Can people find it? Oh, we've been there for, for getting on 18 years. We're not here, like, we've, um, we just have to be invited. That's no, all. I mean, like, have you uh, written out how you how you recommend other people can go about starting their own coffee shops in their own towns? I've got I've got um, nine or ten other directors and about 50 other shareholders. All right. So the standard operating procedure will be ready for everybody to just nice, man. copy and paste. Like franchise. Give you a franchise straight out. Okay, well, I don't. I you, I want a chill room in every town city, but I'd like your coffee shop next to me, okay? Nice. Because yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. like another one next to that one yeah. as well, because there's a stuff for everybody. Well, that's it. There is. There's, there's enough. There's enough people out there that all yeah. smoke, you know. And there's in every pub you can have two coffee shops. There's fifty thousand pubs in the UK. I reckon there's ten thousand shut with Corona, so we could have um, you know, eighty thousand coffee shops within four to five years, easy. So what are you doing about the smoking law? Because we're not allowed to smoke indoors in the UK. Well, what we're going because it's a private place. You no, know, like if you come to my kitchen now, yeah, you can smoke in my kitchen, can't we? Yeah, it's a private. I've invited you into my private place. We're all over eighteen. We all know there's other rules in here. No one's going to be snorting coke in here or getting yeah. yeah a bottle of whiskey out of my kitchen because it's not allowed. It's not tolerated in here. Mm-hmm. So these are the rules. What I bring to my coffee shop. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's not even no Class A drugs in your pocket in there. 
yeah. strictly regulated. It's strictly organic. That's it, man. Uh, Everybody needs to respect that because uh, obviously it's new ground. It? Yeah. That's the main rule, okay? And everyone loved the rules and everyone just got on fine. We have people from all over the world, from every colour, race, creed, religion, all like chilling with me, all like having a lovely time and going home safe. Very so when are you opening? When, when's the day? I'm going on holiday to Thailand in a few weeks. So when I come back, um, I'll have everything in place. Say all these directors behind the scenes now, because, I mean, they're from the highest echelons of government and conservative drug policy reform and, you know, Liverpool have all done a piece on me for the weekend. That's our local paper. Mm. And, um, they haven't bothered me for 20 years, but now they've come and come around. Like. <laughs> yeah, man, you were all over the news recently of this week. Mm. Mm. That's why it's awesome to get you on. You know, hear what's going on from the horse's mouth. I'm not proud to, to get the word out there. I, I want to spread the um, spread the green avalanche type of thing and let everyone wake everyone up. Get everyone like, come on, let's get ready, boys. Yeah, roll man. your suits up and let's roll. <laughs> Put your suits on. It's time for business. It's time. Yeah, this is the time, and everyone can open their own franchise or their own creation or their own empire. All right. And if you're any good at business and you know to look after your friends and your customers. You'll do well. You'll succeed, mm. and you will. You'll outgrow all your competition because there is going to be bad people in this business. But through me and my model, it's going to be fine-tuned. So there's no space for the weeds. Mm. There's going to be space for good organic weeds. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. Um, you mentioned like regulation how, and and like providing people with safe product and stuff. Um, besides like taking the growers' word for it and and like smoking it and vouching for it in that way, is there any like QA or any like testing that is going to happen for well, you're going to have your, your, your consumers your coffee shop patrons are going to be acting the market or put the name down to it or give it a, a, a little glow and reference or something and if you get a bad yeah. reference you're off the menu type of thing aren't you you don't need a few bad references and no one will even smoke yeah. yours because there's going to be another 50 or 60 growers lining up with their product what about a danger in a public safety uh, what, what do we, how do we know that there's nothing been used to grow that material that's dangerous to me like uh let's use eagle 20 it was it's notorious out there in it's the market for being a really bad thing we can train the growers and tell them what medium to use tell them we're using this organic food and you know we'll show them and learn them what yeah. my 20 years because i grow all organic right. now, so. question i think temple and i both are saying is other than their word is there going to be any testing involved yeah, like yeah, scientific we've got, testing. We, yeah. we've got a little machine. I don't know what it's called, but it looks like half an iPhone. It's a bit. It's about this big. And uh -huh. It's about that thick. Yeah. A bit thicker, but it's got like a silver, silver little dish on it, and you put your cannabis on it, and it gives you the printout. I think to the three or four thousand okay. pounds. But uh -huh. one of my directors is bringing all this to the uh, to the table. So it's pretty much going to be based on the Dutch model because the Dutch model is the same. They get um, pretty much black market weed and set it off in the coffee shops. Yeah, but it's not going to be black market art growers. Yeah, it wouldn't be, be anymore. They're going to be registered affiliated growers like with the. Uh, yeah, 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 that's cool. That's mm. it, yeah. And that way, then you can control the the product and the quality control of it because they follow yeah, the model. I can also pay the VAT for them, can't mm. I? Cool. Yeah, and can make sure the quality is second to none, so mm. you can smell it in your friend's pocket when he walks in the room. So, you, have you got any idea on how prices are going to work yet? How much a gram is going to cost in the shops? Ten pounds a gram right through. Right through for any strain? Any strain. Nice. Wait, because will you be doing hash? Yeah, I'm going to be importing from like Morocco or Lebanon or, you know, maybe we can make our own hash if it's quality. Mm -hmm. But I would like the menu, anything if it's, um, we can pay the tax on it, we can pay the back into the country like Holland does. 
Wow. So we're actually at that step where it's going to happen. Right away now. Right now, this is the time, boys. Roll your sleeves up. Come on. Go for <laughs> other promises. But it's got to be big. Okay? Think of it like two to three hundred people. Children News outgrew itself in a matter of days. It really did. It was that mm. busy. People have been waiting for it for such a long time. Yeah, I've never done any marketing or never have done any advertising. And social media was banned. And those photographs was banned in there as well. So you'd never be able to take a photograph. So we was that underground because of what was going on with the police. It was just pure yeah. word of mouth. Yes, and it was absolutely round every single... I couldn't get in the door. I used to knock 40 or 50, 100 people back every night. <laughs> I can't physically get you in. Yeah, and you know the thing is, people that smoke weed, we are typically law-abiding people. If you tell us yeah. you don't do this, you don't do that, we don't do it. We do what we're told, and we just I like to fucking do. get along, enjoy our vibe, and just fucking not have any hassles. Yeah. Oh, this was the coolest place in the whole of the universe, all right, where everyone just got <laughs> along. It really was, and the bands were just, you know, like, you could hear every bass guitar and every trombone or just every musician within there just brought the creativity and you know, all their friends. And before I know it, it was absolutely... It, it just it, it exceeded all my expectations by a hundred. Mm. I'm shocked. I, I'm still, I'm still skeptical. Like, nah, sure, <laughs> nah, nah. It's not. It's nah, where's the loophole? Nah, it's, it's got to nah. happen. <laughs> you know, there's something going on here, man. They ain't gonna let this happen. Surely, I need, I need to see the PM go. <laughs> right, I'm gonna go round to the chilling rooms. I'm gonna go smoke a reefer on its opening party. That's all I'm gonna do. Like, yes, Boris. God. Have a to Boris. Boris can come and chill with us. All right, we'll bring the peace. Okay, Liverpool. Uh, it's got a. It's like a labour staunch, you know, like for their people vote labour, but if Boris legalised weed, like we could then, we could all get the anthem, like... Yeah, yeah, it'd be, it'd be my favourite for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Way. yeah. I believe he's brought people into his inner circle of government who are um, pro-cannabis, like, I, I can't remember the names, but he's um, he's brought them in and um, it's, he's, he's the man for the it's, it's bound to happen. There's there's no way that you could, you can deny that it wasn't going to, go into legalization or decriminalization in the in the UK, in Europe in general, when you look at yeah. America. I know America still have a few teething problems, oh, yeah. as as our, our good friend Monkey oh, contests yeah. to that. But but like they are on the road to doing it right. Canada is on the road to doing it right. We can just do a better job by looking at the mistakes that they've made over there and say, well yeah. we can do it better here. And I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to see. I'm. I'm very anxious to see what way it turns out in the UK. Because as I said, what happens in the UK happens. Follow suit over here fairly suit. So I'm hoping. I'm anxious to see as well. I might take a trip up to Liverpool and be there on opening night. Oh, I'm man. contemplating always... taking a spin over from Ireland myself. To be quite yes, honest, <laughs> I've had loads of Irish people come and visit me. You know, on the boat. In a, yeah. It's not far, is it? You know, it's just a trip across the. Uh, just jump on yeah, a ferry. An hour and a half, lads. An hour and a half. That's it. Oh. Two hours in Liverpool. Freedom. Yeah. Oh. oh, man. Going to have to keep a clo- close eye on things, find out when the opening date is. Yeah. Oh, I, I want you to get your own your own empires up and running all right. So you, just, you don't have to talk about it no more. You can just find the space. and Okay, believe me, if you tell your friends, they'll all come. I, I know they will. And if you make it nice and comfortable and get nice extraction in there and throw a bit like ambience and... 
Let's do it then. Let's do it. That's going to yeah. be the next move. Pussy's. I'm here to save and give all my standard operating procedure free of charge to everybody. All right. So it's ready to roll now, boys. All right. Yeah, Get man. yourself. Get your empires up and running. Everyone's got a chilling room, haven't they? Everyone's already mm-hmm. got their own one. But if you can bring us all out into the public and, you know, give us a stamp of authority, you know, like so we're not criminals and. You know, we're, we're, we're contributing members of society, aren't we? All of us, yeah, like, you know, we've got this moral compass, and cannabis makes you like gives you that moral compass, gives you that, like, yeah, um, I would agree I as well. well. Yeah, it makes you empathize with people more, you can understand the position of, course, of people, yeah, and it, it brings about it. I, I find it helps you see different sides. You can see two sides of every, every story, and you can see where somebody is coming from, even if you, even if. You know you're right and they're wrong. You can kind of see where they're coming from. You don't can't do that when you're sober. No. And to get your growers to sign up to Percy's as well, go Percy'sGrowing.com. Say, yeah, I'll get over there. I'll go over the forum so we can see the plants getting grown on the diary section and things like that. We can open up a special section just for chill rooms. That would be cool. Chill room grower diaries. Well, I'd like you all to just plug into my app and get your own businesses up through it. So you can. I'm going to bring all your accountants and all your bookkeeping and all your and you're booking your seats and your everything. So all you've got to do is open your shutters, really. Everything so will just where do we find the door. app? It's gonna, it's gonna appear really soon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Right? I like that. Gary, I have, I have to ask you a question, my man. I was reading an article and it said that you were arrested once for the police found. 200 plants in your wardrobe. How big was your wardrobe? <laughs> like Prince's wardrobe, man. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm expect, I, I'm fucking, I can just I vision there in you. <laughs> you know what it is, right? Because um, I can take like 50 or 60 cuttings off each plant, and I always do. Yeah. So I can get 450 baby, baby clones in a standard propagator. Ah. I I just cut I cut the the the, the hundred mil Rockwell cubes down yes. to, to like to twenty cubes and I line them all up like a little soldier. So I got like a, a line of like twenty eight by like eighteen. Ah, so they classed each one as a bit. They do that over here as well, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's what it was. Bastards and crazy, it was only it? one standard propagator. So I I I I'd give them away half of them. So I'm about giving back type of thing. I, I don't want people's money. I want everyone to grow their own. And mm. Before you know it, I've got all these strains ready. <laughs> Happy days. So I'm looking forward to opening day. You've got to let us know what it is. Yeah, oh, so it'll, it'll as soon as you know. October. Wow. Halloween party. There's, there's a documentary coming out in the next few weeks on BBC with um, Arthur Jones um, giving me public record. Um, like a, like he's, um, he's standing for me type of thing. He's in back of me. Oh, he's giving you a public recognition. Yeah, the Crime Commissioner from North Wales. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I'm on a documentary with him. BBC have been making it for me. Fucking epic, man. Fucking, yeah, well yeah. done, mate. Well done again. You've smashed it, man. Mm. You finally got there, you know? Yeah. Oh, you so to, I want you all to start living my dream as well with me now. And all you is get your brands up and running. Yeah, all right, man. and I'll be proud to have you all come and visit me. Or I'll come and visit your property shops. Both, mate. Yeah, yeah. No? But once you come and chill in the chilling rooms, you'll understand how simple it is and how easy it is. And okay, we'll have you can just download this app and just grow. We'll all grow together and we're all one big family now. And let's all in. 
sing the song. Mm. You know, the, the dark times are over, man. Yeah. Uh. I I asked the policeman I um, I I've got a video on YouTube, and um, I said we're um, we're all singing my song now. And the, when the policeman, I asked him if he'd watch the video, and he said, "What song are you singing, Gary?" I said, "Freedom." For you, it is your freedom. You have been locked. That letter because... about today at two o'clock. Because I've I've always been on bail type of thing, and that was for him um, over a kilo of cannabis down in the coffee shop. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> bastards. Well, he come undercover with um, no no warrants, just two undercover officers. One, I got arrested like last year nine times, you know. Whoa. Honest to God, I was I was hunted down every day. Well, I opened up the next day when I <laughs> every time I was raided. That's it, man. It's like you, like you said, you know the difference between right and wrong, and you know you're not doing anything wrong, and they're getting yeah. in your way of your business, you know. You're just trying yeah, to do I'm what you want to do. I'm in the mirror with my moral compass, and I, you, you know, you're, uh, it tells you what the right thing to do is. And when God do, men do nothing, tyranny prospers. Oh, yes, indeed. And look All what right, we've been so putting up I'm, with. I'm proud of my achievements now, and I'm standing tall. I am the field marshal of this industry. Yeah, man. All right, and we're going to grow this industry, all of us. Me and you and all my new friends who have met and all my other friends who are going to come in this creative space and we're all going to create all of us, every single one of us. Excellent, mate. No well, one left behind. You know, I'm, I'm so excited now. Okay, I'm oh, maybe right to talk to everybody. Yeah, man, thanks for coming along and speaking to us. Where can people find you online if they want to come yeah, talk to you? Yeah, words out there, all right, because people want to listen to them. They really are. Mm-hmm. Like, for everybody, these words now, because... The war is over. It really is like the war is over. <laughs> yes, brilliant. The final oh, battle. Brilliant. It's still. It's, it's still. It's so hard to believe it. It's so hard to believe it. But it's fucking. I, I just cannot wait, and I'm so looking forward to to being in the in the chill rooms when you open up officially, Gary. I cannot wait for it, yeah. my man. Cannot wait. I'll get you all an invite, every single one of you, and you'll all be chilling on the table with me. And I'll show you the finest musicians up and coming you've you know, never seen. We will do a live show, from the streaming live from the children's oh, man. Oh. That would be badass. Every night we were making history in there. I used to tell people when I used to come in there, you're making history. Mm. You'll remember these times in the future. Or like when all the raids and all that what went on. But I'm going to get people compensation, you know, because they come with... Um, with um, Wizards last time and cut the gates off. Mm. You know, 40 foot sparks in the air and all that. Just terrorising me and my friends. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm going to get them all. I'm going to get all the flower prisoners out of jail soon as well. That's my next mission. Okay? Legend, man. Next Keep mission. fighting, mate. Keep doing your thing because it's working. I'm going to go outside the jails and let, let, let get my friends out of jail. Because there's loads of them in there now. Yeah. yeah. Just for weed. Too many. All for weed. You've terrorised me and my community for years, okay? Our police forces of de facto decriminalisation. Mm. Um, there's one in Durham, and there's a gentleman called Mike Barton. He's the top policeman. And his police force is being voted the number one in the country. So, And he stopped the arrests. Mm. So that's going to get rolled out now. Because whether Merseyside police like it or not, they're going to have to stick to protocol. And you can't have one thing in one part of the country. And, have another... and different rules. Yeah, for so sure. We're in... The Liverpool's going to be the hardest to crack. So when I crack it in the next six weeks, right, everyone will know the war's over then. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. You know, 
Hopefully, everything I've said is going to be beneficial to everyone. So I think people are going to love it, mate. This is exactly what our audience want to hear. They're going to be buzzing. I hope Canada will take a little bit of a, a hint too. Just get the word out there, the boys, all right? <laughs> mm-hmm. no, Gary, it, it has been an absolute privilege and an honour chatting to you, buddy. You know, uh, everyone all over the world, you have, wherever you are, in California, in America, and here and there, all right? Peace and love. We're all one mm-hmm. now. That's it. Keep fighting. Keep fighting until we make sure that it's actually done, man. It's not done yeah, yet. Yeah, well, five or six weeks, you'll see my shutters open, okay, and they'll believe me, man. Yeah, oh. It's that far away from opening. <laughs> Fucking love us. Nice. All right, cheers, thank guys. We'll catch you next Peace time. Man. Well, I'll, I'll send you an email with some links and shit. So. Most definitely. Pleasure to speak to you. Yeah. yeah. Nice to meet you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was Gaz. What do you all think, man? Is it going to happen? Mm. Yeah, I'm skeptical. Are we unmuted? Yeah, we're all unmuted. It's all good, man. First question of the day. to bring it up like that. My God. Nope. Have I ever, well, I have I ever left you unmuted? He's whinging. Really? <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question i am very skeptical this is difficult and it's difficult to believe man is it really gonna fucking happen it will be interesting uh, and i will i will be taking the trip over man. So, so i think the guy's done really fucking well well if it comes to comes to pass but, yeah that'd be great i mean first step right gotta try it well he's done it before you know he's had other coffee shops for you know he's been busted for in the past and he's gone to prison for it and shit yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe it'll happen again this time. Maybe the police are just being knobs about it and just letting him do his thing until he actually does it, and then they'll snap him up for it. Quite possible. But will there be enough uproar? Because there's been a lot of media coverage of this. It's been on the BBC news. It's been in like newspapers up in Liverpool and around the country. If it does actually go ahead and get shut down, will there be enough uproar from people who want it? Well, I guess we will find out in a couple of weeks, won't we? Mm. See what happens, man. What do you think, Ian? Mm, I'm, I'm still 50-50. It's nice to have the, 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 the idea of it. Um, but I still don't think... Uh, the, mm, this country is known for doing things and then reversing them not so long later. So I'm waiting for the reversal still. I'm waiting for him to go in there, kick his door mm. in, and say, you're Nick, mate. Mm. Again. Um... Yeah. It'd be nice. I think from Canada, from a Canadian perspective, dealing with this issue for the last, well, I mean, since legalization on the, the extreme fucking forefront of it, but back to, you know, we've been dealing, we've been looking to do what this guy's been trying to do here for, for decades, mm. not really decades, but 20 years, you know, since the inception of the initial medical marijuana program. And nope, still have shit. It's uh it's it's too convoluted there's too many people with money and like like you said uh, he if he's not taxed on the stuff I, I don't i can't see the authorities allowing that to go go very very long at all i think maybe they'll make an, make a make an uh, example of him but um yeah and and like i'm not saying that uh, it's not good i guess in the idea the idealistic nature of what he's doing because it does show a lot of stupid shit about the current system, but um, I think there's still a lot of fight to be had in that realm for for all of us, not just uh, over there, here before, Canada man. and the states as well. Yeah. Um, there's been many times when it's looked legal, yeah. but it's not happened. Yeah. 
the panel has talked about as well. I mean, we've, we've questioned, he's basically talking about just getting uh, cannabis grown by, you know, some guy down the street and selling in the shop, but how do I know that's safe? Uh, and, you know, he basically says, well, you just won't buy it from him if it's not safe, but doesn't prevent somebody from getting sick in the first place. Yeah. It doesn't prevent someone from getting sick, but it does have the track and trace element to it that you can if if a number of people do get sick. And if they do bring up that argument, you could be like, well, this is the position we're in anyway. So if you want to do something yeah. about it, then legalize and control this shit properly. But right now, and this is our best option. So it's a good argument. That's though. exactly it. We are in that predicament as it is. If we have a load of people who get sick, and in fairness, guys, how many people do you hear really getting sick from fucking weed? It's not like it's fucking fucking hair. It's true. But there's li- it's a liability thing. Regardless, you know, there's always going to be some asshole that burns himself with the ash. <laughs> yeah, first degree burn. Oh, no. You know, that, that kind uh, of there shit. Is, there's always, there's always we, somebody who fucking rags on, on somebody's good time. You know, but everybody, everybody right. has fucking has shit that's happened in the past but like what fucking happens happens you move on past it we work we work for a better future for us all i think that's and i think that's what the cannabis community is we're all about trying to better the community and better the industry for us all you know for medical for recreational fuck it for everything you know we should have a right to be able to fucking sit down and smoke a spliff if we want to i yeah, I Absolutely. don't want to sit down and fucking sit in a pub with fucking a hundred other people's sweaty, smelly fucking breath shit and have <laughs> drinks spilt all over me. No, I want to sit in my garden and enjoy myself. <laughs> you know? Fuck. Oh, yeah, I'm optimistically pessimistic, I will say. It's a nice yeah, I, 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 <laughs> The glass I has agree. just got liquid in it. There's a lot the of middle. details, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you can have a smoking lounge for cigars, why can't we have one for cannabis? Exactly. Yeah, very yeah. true. Yeah. And we are we are connoisseurs. We are all growers. You know, we are all into growing. We grow for the flavor. We grow for the the passion of it. We know what goes into producing good bud. So why can't we? We all enjoy. They have craft festivals mm-hmm. for beer. For fucking exactly. cheese, man. Absolutely. You Vegetable know? showers every year. Yeah. All we can do is cross our fingers and hope for the fucking best, man. That's I'll just yeah. carry on. Get there Unless one day. Right. Maybe this cracks the door then. Maybe it starts something. Yeah. 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 Well, it's going to start something. So. Well, it, it is. We'd all like to be able to walk down to the farmer's market. Like, there's nothing better going down to the farmer's market and getting your fr- fresh fruit and veg. Personally, I do not. I, do, I don't eat fruit and veg. So it makes no difference to me. But, like, I know other people that love going to the farmer's market. They don't know where these farmers are because there's an awful lot of them would be people that would grow in allotments and growing things. And that is the kind of. To, position that I think Gary is kind of going after. He's trying to go after that type model. And that is the same model. If somebody gets sick from a farmer's market, they pinpoint it down. Yeah. Okay, well, what yeah. pesticides yeah. did you use? What meat? What did you grow? What did you do? And if that person has knowingly made somebody sick, well, they are prosecuted mm. to the full extent of the law. You know, but we should be able to do that with weed. We should be able to walk down to the fucking farmer's weed market and go, oh, man, yeah, mm-hmm. TG, 
he grows some fucking epic weed. I have to get me some of his. I rage you about know, this on a daily basis until I can take my harvest to a lab, get a, a sample batch of it tested, so it can you can show that there's not heavy metals, pesticides, mold, mildew, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then I can walk down to the farmers market and post that that COA on my uh, booth, and I can sell my shit as well as the seeds that I make, which are even less of a fucking issue because you're not even consuming those. Um, it, it won't be legal and I, I, it's not legal. It's, it's effectively, you know, it's pseudo legal, um, for certain people. It's controlled, controlled legal legality. Yeah. And which is its start. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's better to be able to sit in my backyard here and smoke a joint, um, than in the UK where if the cop walks by, he's probably going to knock on your door. Like last night I had a fire and I dumped probably three ounces of moldy weed into my fire. And it was like fucking the end of Cheech and Chong's first movie. The neighborhood was a fucking cloud. It was amazing. And well, yeah, but you can do that here. And I'm just being a dick in that sense, but it's, you know, it's still legal. And that's nice to be able to be a dick like that. Um, yeah. But there, well, there fairness, are still so many. I wouldn't many... mind if a neighbor was being a dick and true and all the weed on top. I'd be sounding moldy or not. I'd be going, yeah. come into my lungs. It is pretty fucking funny, I have to say. Uh, oh, anyway, I'd be awesome. Just yeah. got to see, man. Yeah. Let's cross our fingers, lads. Let's yeah. hope that he does. My fingers are oh, but it all goes down smoothly. Yeah. For sure. And maybe the UK can lead by example. Believe it when we'll I see it. <laughs> you see how funny yeah, that is? I'm laughing, say. honestly. Hear my voice, look. <laughs> this is pure laughter. You know what I mean? Fucking hell. Boris, sort your Keep shit calm out, and carry on doing fucking nothing about it. Lovely. Yeah. Let's just keep our fingers crossed. We lads. need a home secretary. Tell you how. What do you think? <laughs> Do you think it's going to happen in the next six weeks before the end of this year? Do, are we going to have coffee shops in the UK where we can go and buy weed? We might have a couple. Think? I think other another fourth may experiment. We might have one. <laughs> oh, there might yeah. be one, but I Drunk can't see it being low. Start a thread, let us know. Get some. If you uh, see a Percy's one, definitely let us know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Very so let's one. move on to uh, what the fuck was that? Here we are again. Right, so can you remember what's going on? You remember what's going on last week? Well, Noobs got out there in the chat. I told him all about what it, what it was. I mean, so all you have to do, Zombie, oh, no, is read yeah. the chat. <laughs> we should have Noob take yeah, over this section. <laughs> <laughs> and then he can't win. Wicked. That's a great right, idea. Then, that, oh, <laughs> and you can play. I don't want to play. Right, then. So oh. here we go. What the fuck was that the, uh, last week's one? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that was a long one. Okay, <laughs> what's that, Ian? That was a printer failing to start properly. So um, just a printer just being a printer then? You know, out of all the fucking devices in the world, printers piss me off more than anything. Well, printers are designed to do that. That's what they're there for. Fuck it. They, they, they have a mind of their own. They do what they want, especially when you're in a rush for the document. Yeah, mine's a Wi-Fi printer. It doesn't need to have any wires plugged into it and shit. I can't yeah, even get it to work. With a wire in it, never mind fucking wireless. What <laughs> a load of bollocks. <laughs> fucking hell. Anyway, yeah, sorry. so it was a printer. <laughs> it was the carriage on the printer bumping up against the stops and then realizing, oh, yeah, it's the other way. And then off it went. Was it and not a particular as, model printer that they had to name? Well, there, there could have been a model. <laughs> I, I'm personally guessing that that was a Hewlett Packard um, because I've had a few. So it, it was a, it was a, 
uh, quite a, a coincidental noise as it goes. I thought, yes, I know what that is. And then noob grower straight in there before we'd even finished the podcast. I think last week. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to send him some nice beans from Dutch Passion. You did. Well, I'm going to. It's going to be posted. All right. Okay. Yeah. We're probably going to let him win this one first. You know, we'll just let him have this one, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Let's package to mail. So So here we go, everybody. Can you beat Noob this time around? Can you get over there and tell us what this sand is before he does? (laughs) All right. I'm going to play it. Here we go. So there we go. What the fuck I like was that? This one. So, I already asked if it was Santa, and he said no. So because he doesn't exist, obviously. Sorry, any children that are listening. Yeah, shouldn't <laughs> be listening anyway because it's not for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry, GB. Shit, man. I've just realised. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Bubble burst. <laughs> Who's <laughs> the flat man that brings me surprises? <laughs> your husband. <laughs> you used to be your mum and dad. <laughs> you know the rules, mate. You know the rules. It's got to be over there in the thread. It doesn't count. Uh, you know I know it's not. Bad luck anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that counts as a clue. Don't give me any clues. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good but... luck, everybody. See if you can figure out what it is. And, uh, this, I, I think this Banner. one's a little bit oh, difficult, much. actually. Um, maybe it sounds like a, a few different things in it. So, so be as precise as possible. Forum well, guys, forum. We'll move on. Yeah, to the forum. Postiesgrowroom.com. There's a thread. Mm. You see in the high and homegrown section. All right, so the Q and A. Let's do it. So. Has anybody got any questions for us this week? Have we had any questions in the forum, lads? We, we always just answer them when we get them. <laughs> yeah, we're good at it. Well, the one question I did put off, sort of, we sort of covered it in the Grow Guides. I think it was Danny uh, that had asked, uh, what is about, about to make the flip into flower, what should I be doing? All right, yeah, so we pretty much covered it in the Grow section. Yeah, I mean, if you're making the flip of the flower, basically what you're going to do is flipping. You're going to wait till the stretch stops, and then you're going to go ahead and change over your newts and get that light set up for your final stage. Yeah, it's, and it's an important stage, really. You know, if your plants are too big in veg, if you veg them for too long, then you're going to have trouble when they stretch out during flower. You know, they're going to at least double in their size in the, in right. the two weeks throughout the stretch. Some strains will even go three times their size. So bear that in mind when you come to thinking about when you want to flip them to flower. Don't make and them too big. Having too much, uh, too much room taken up <clears throat> restricts airflow. It, it's, it's a lot to deal with, man. It's better to just have not small plants, but you want space around them but when you're growing inside, inside a tent, you know, just for the airflow purposes. So. Jackie, Jackie Chan wants to know, what does cannabis actually do and it- would you recommend to PK, isn't it? Well, it's uh, it's one of them. I, I've never used it. I've never felt the need to. It's very expensive, and you don't need it. So, I have tried. I have. Tr- I have used a little bit. How is it? Oh, I knew you'd have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look! It's hundred dollars a bottle. I'm having that. <laughs> no, no. Well, I bought little. I bought little bottles. I bought little bottles because 
just... No, only 50 about it. <laughs> no, 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 it's only like fucking 48 grit or something. It's not fucking yeah, yeah. Explain yeah. to no. this old organic grower what exactly that is, because I don't know. I have no idea. I was told it was the dog's bollocks. What is, what does it have inside went... of it? The PK? I, uh, I, I, I don't dogs. fucking know. It smells fucking it's shitty. I know that, man. You know? but I, you see, it's what happened is when I when mm-hmm. I first started growing, I walked into the shop and the fella said, "Yeah, no, can is the best to go." Mm-hmm. So I bought one everything. of everything. Yeah. That they had in the <laughs> bottles. <laughs> Even the sunglasses. It's what happens. There they match the outfit. Yeah. It's what happens when you go fucking when you're given free run and got told. See, on the on this scroll GB, you just used um but this one BK I've just used A and B. And that yeah, was this better one than the grow than when you No, much one. better. Much See. better. Now whether that's like experience or what when it comes to the the price of something like that, I mean, how much is that shit a bottle for one liter? 80 oh, 50, 50 something euro, I think. Yeah, it's expensive stuff, man. It and is when, fucking when you look shit. at things like that, where you've done a grow with it and a grow without it, and the grow without it, they just fucking fine. Is it really worth that amount of money to put that nutrients in? I mean, sure, Fire use it if you want to, but it's not needed. You know, that's the way I look at it. It's not needed, man. Sure, adding the plant might be 450 a quid for 10 litres. Pricey. Fuck. That is oh. uh, 20 is 65 pounds. That is on the grow shop. Wow. That is actually very cheap because it is normally 75 quid. Mm. So that's the saving of a tenner there. So if you do, so, um, Dan asked there, how do we how do we pick guests? You do just contact us on, on the forum. If you've got an idea for somebody you want to hear on the podcast, then just drop it in chat and shit and I'll contact them. I'll try my best to contact them. I'll you know, just go out and hustle, man. The same goes, the same goes with, um, if for everything, if anybody has any ideas for famous stoners or for strains mm-hmm. or for growth guides. Uh, yeah. Anything. Yeah. Drop us, News, drop us yeah. a, a mess. There's always, always a tread open. Yeah. We're always happy to help. Yeah. If we can. Usually, one of us hanging around the forum sometime. So yes, yeah, so, uh, just to finish off there for jockeys, like just keep it simple as possible. The, yeah. the fewer use nooch you use, the simpler it will be. I'm just and the plan will be happier. I'm on Canna's website I, I would... right now, and it's they don't like. I'm I'm looking at the Canna Boost product, and they say it yeah. has universal flowering stimulant. It contains flowering compounds, but they don't really wow. get into the actual what those are. I can't find it. I tried to download the... Yeah, so websites like that kind of make me a little skeptical that they don't have the actual information that would be relevant to... Does it it have a PK analysis, at least, or anything like that? No, it says it... it, Nothing? Okay. It does. It does... um, They say it it strengthens the immune system of the plant. It gives you better ripening. um, It's higher yield. What is it, like amino acids or growth hormones? Sounds like enzymes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I think, know. like, it's, I have to say, it's, it's not bad, but for the, what the price of it is, guys, I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I seriously, I, I stick with Mackie on this when I say, strip back. You don't need all the extra. I never used extra it. Getting bigger, bigger harvest and stickier buds with less ingredients yeah. these days. What I would say is, your key thing is your light. 
your life yeah, is yeah that's fucking life. serious man yeah that is your main at the end of the day you are trying to replace the fucking sun you can't do that well, with you, a f- you know i've been growing in cocoa for a while and i've been using canna newts for a while as well now and the buds i've just produced from using the new invisible sunlight the ish 530 it's so oily and resinous smelly it's so I fucking agree. nice man really fucking agree nice with that. Yeah, i i, I it's the lighting that's the only thing I've changed. Mm. So it must be put down to the light. It's just because of the light, man. And he smashed it. So yeah. if you I if you want to spend agree. money on expensive nutrients, don't save the money. Save it. Get buy light. the yep. best light you can buy and just stick to simple nutrients. Yeah. That's what I'm I said. Exactly. hundred grams of beautiful crystal cush buds in here that came off the spider farmer light. Yeah, I mean the lights off is everything. Mm-hmm. I mean the buds, the tri- the trichomes are so thick and beautiful when you get it off of those those high. Not then it's not you really can't say high intensity, just the right intensity light. Yeah. And so what we're saying, and everybody quite likes LED. Yeah, LED's future, mate. Uh-huh. Oh, it's well, the way I, to go. I, I like the LEDs we have now. The yeah. purple, I wasn't yeah, yeah. too much yeah. a fan of, but uh, the new ones. Quantum yeah, board like style like lighting. That shit. Oh, yeah. The LMH301 Samsung diodes. That, that uh, shit. Natural looking, yes. Sun like spectrum. Well, it is uh, good stuff. I, I like I like to grow on a budget. Well, not on a budget because I spend quite a lot of money on everything, but I like to see what, what is it going to cost me to grow. Uh, to, for to produce one gram, so I like to try to get it down to the smallest. I think, I think I haven't nearly worked out that it was costing me about fucking nine cent a gram or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like that is unbelievable for me anyway. Because the last time I grew, I was, I was, it cost me over fucking seven hundred quid, like. Yeah, but that's when you didn't have an insulated tent. You were growing uh, outdoors and... in winter. It was horrendous. <laughs> well, fucking now, like I'm, even even now in in the depths of winter, man, I'll be able to grow, keep that my grow under a thousand under a thousand watts. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, you know, just buy better lighting. That's what you want. Yeah, better light. Don't buy the fancy nutrients. Just because it costs a shitload of money doesn't mean, but it's fucking good shit. Unless it's riso, riso tonic is good shit. All right, <laughs> that's, quite a shit, that's quite cheap. Yeah, it's not too much, it's but it's not uh, it's gonna cost 20 quid for a, a small bottle, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, but it lasts a while, and you're right, those things that that kind of stuff does yeah, really that do really does make wonders. a difference. You can see it in Especially the root base. Young plants, young plants really love it. So, there we go. I think yeah. we're done with the questions there. We better move on because we are running out of time. Thanks <laughs> for the questions, man. <laughs> And we're going to go on to our, you know what's coming next. Here we go. Yeah, where Mackie gets beat at his own game. Yeah. Let's try it again. <laughs> Truth. 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 We'll see, motherfuckers. We'll nah, see. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, he always comes up with a brand Here we go. Talk, he? Here we go. All right, let me just rub my hands together. Like... Oh, he thinks he's got <laughs> it this time. Stretch out yeah, my shoulders right now. Let me get my reading muscles on. <laughs> Reading muscles. Right, so Look truth is enough to type, eh? Three statements. Uh, two are true. One is false, and you have to find out which one is false. So here we go. We're going to move straight into it with truth or spoof number one. So I've based this on coffee shops, just because it's like the subject we're working on. Uh-huh. In the Netherlands, selling cannabis is illegal but not punishable, so the law is not enforced. Is that true or false? That's number one. Now it's number two. 
Coffee shops in the Netherlands are not permitted to sell quantities greater than seven grams of cannabis. Is that true or false? As James, when I need three, I was just thinking <laughs> the same thing, man. A Dutch judge has ruled that tourists can legally be banned from entering coffee shops in the Netherlands. <laughs> Truth or spoof? So there we go, lads. Who's, who wants to go first on this one? Oh, <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. There's the intro again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, GB, take it away, man. You can go first this time. Fuck. Um. Um, I, I, I think the grams thing, I'm thinking it's like what some of the lads are saying. I think it is five grams. I have not been there too often, people. I prefer Rotterdam. And at that, when I go in, I normally just buy Henry's at a time because I like to pick up a different variety from different places. Mm. And a Henry doesn't last very long, in fairness. No. That's so, yeah, so like I, I don't even know. I wouldn't even buy the max amount because I'd never buy that much in one's place. Um, so oh, I, I, I will go with number two. Number two for GB. Yes. <laughs> He's saying, uh, Monkey, you want to go next? Sure. Um, uh, I think one is okay. We'll call it true. Um, for some reason, I'm drawn to three because I remember you all were talking, uh, I'm referring basically to the UKA crowd. We're talking something about the judge. Somebody was rumoring that this was going to happen, but it's only a rumor and they change it up and it, it never happened. So I'm going with three as being the spoof. Zian. I'm going to go with number two because I know it's five grams. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to deliberate any further on that? Nah. Uh, he's like, no, I'm, I'm just going to show you. End of story, mate. DJ, you say. Plus, we're running out of time. You know, I, I guess I'll go with two fucking followers because I, I have no idea, to be honest. I've never been to Amsterdam, and but we'll go with the uh, majority, I guess. I can't fucking believe what's happened here, man. You got chat. battered again. Chat. So you got chat. me. Whose side are you on, man? Really? E, not yours, obviously. E, he's just They're coming in there, dropping side. it in like, yeah, man, this is the one, lads. Don't, don't trust Mackie. He's trying to play. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Okay, I guess I messed up because I didn't read the chat. I think you just picked number three to pit in me, to be fair, Monkey. <laughs> no. no, I would have gone the other way. Believe oh, me. Oh, man. That's it. I thought you were going to out. You know. Well, I kind of had I had an idea that that was so let's, kind let's of have a quick look anyway. at what's going on here. Uh, I'm a, in the Netherlands, selling cannabis is illegal but not, not punishable, so that's that's true. So I did it's illegal that. but not punishable. Yeah, 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 strange. Yeah. Man. I know one of them laws are strange. Number two, it's actually uh, five grams. You can only buy five grams at a time. Pretty lame, right? But you can go from coffee top coffee shop to coffee shop and buy five grams in each, can't you? So yeah, no, it was of... it, and it's got to be um, just in one sale as well, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's what I mean. Like... Only one patron. Well, what happens if you go out the door and then go back in and say, can I have five grams of that? Yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 The limit's it? 28 grams, but yeah, you can only buy an ounce at a time. But then you can go back in and get another ounce. And then number three. <laughs> uh a Dutch judge has ruled that tourists can legally be banned from entering coffee shops. Yeah, that's true. And it's mm. up to the district itself whether they yeah. enforce that or not. And there's some places in um, in the Netherlands that do they not do, yeah. allow tourists to go into the uh, into yeah. the coffee shops. 
They're the ones yeah. that the Dutch like for some unknown reason. Because no fucking tourists in it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean. Can't speak my lingo. I want to smoke all my drugs and just sit there and get high. Bastards. It's 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 when I was I was there at Christmas. I I done two weeks over there a couple to two three years ago. Um, we left Amsterdam because it was fucking. We didn't really feel that safe, to be quite honest. Mm. Yeah, really, in Amsterdam. I don't know. It was just. I don't know. I didn't feel safe with it, and it was just the way they were going on. Like it was like they'd never seen a fucking woman in their life. It was like they'd never seen a fucking spliff in their life. Yeah, you know, it was kind of scary. So we left and we went to Rotterdam, and that's why I love. Yeah, Rotterdam. Rotterdam's yeah. apparently the better oh, place to be. That's oh, why I want to go next time I head there. So so much nicer. So There's a gram of weed over there if you're touristing it up. About twelve euros. Oh, yeah, in and around that. Fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah, be, it really depends. Is. You can you can buy up in Rotterdam. It's a lot cheaper, guys. A lot cheaper than yeah, what it's Amsterdam not a tourist prices. spot, is it really? Yeah, no. And it's I tell you, you walk, yeah. it's the same as here. You walk, you walk straight out of the central station. You have this cool big hotel, and there's a casino right next door. But if you just walk to the right of that big hotel, about a hundred yards down. Up a little flight of stairs, you find this little dude sitting in behind the glass. All it is is like a fucking, a tiny little, like a, like a, a reception area for a waiting room for a doctor's. Like one of them old Zoltar machines. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's literally just a desk with this glass window around it. And he's, what do you want? Yeah, definitely so, Zoltar. Yeah, and he fucking, you say to him, oh, I'm going to have some of this. And he just, he just flings it at you. Yeah, I love Amsterdam. Yeah. I think yeah, it's just. So, yeah, and that's it. It's really nice weed. Really nice weed in that place. Nicer than any of the shit I got down in Amsterdam. Right, so well done, everybody, you bastards. Oh, except for you, monkey. Ha 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 ha. one of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, listen how joyful I am. <laughs> I'm going to get you next week. I'll take <laughs> I say it. that it's every week. <laughs> right, so the start of quote of the week. Yeah, man, like I had a thing to do, you know, where you talk, man, where the cat talks. I want to, I got a thing to say, man. I was going to say it, but I forgot it, man. TG, what have we got, man? A reminder. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I I, like, it's said by any good girler, so I don't really know who originally came up with it, but I'm going to say it was Percy's girl run. Um, Oh, no, it's way before us. (laughs) Well, we made it famous. But we repeat it. Yeah, in lieu of all these fucking rippers and these thefts and shit, and obviously October is croptober um, for the outdoor grows. Um, Yeah, just the three rules, you know: don't tell, don't sell, cover the smell, because it's fucking devastating when you put in four months of work just to Mm. have some dickhead come and chop it down three months or three weeks early and totally waste Mm -hmm. everybody's time. And yeah, it's just. The fucking this appeal like obviously applies more I guess to the the Canadian crowd and anyone else growing outdoors. Um, you know. No man, look. Anytime you but, get something ripped, you feel yeah, violated. For, for indoors too, and I mean that that point about the geotagging is really important because if you're taking pictures of your shit in your tent and you don't fucking remove those those coordinates, then people know where your house is and 
break and enters you know fucking violent shit can happen especially with illegal shit involved because you're not going to be like hey cops they stole my illegal drugs i was fucking growing so yeah but like it really has to be the lowest of the oh yeah for a stoner to steal from another stoner you know oh fucking that bastard deserves to be stoned to fucking death it's the ninth circle of hell shit man fuck those yeah man nah fuck those guys man but still, yeah, so just stay safe there, so. out of everybody. You know, make sure that you you stay on top of things. Don't get slack. Yeah. Now, the rules are important. They're there for your safety. Don't break them. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there we go. We'll move on to the outro. This one. There we go. Nice. Thanks for joining us, everybody. It's been a pleasure as usual. Good time. Yeah, it's been good. Good bit of crack tonight. Yeah, I'm actually fairly sober for a change. Strongly, you're supposed to be a hard homegrown, bro. Yeah, you've I know. I've only been having my tonight. I, well, it wasn't even that, lads. I haven't been able to fucking smoke like I normally do the last few days. Oh, yeah, you've been busy. Oh, Weather been busy. Yeah. Oh, was that fucking <laughs> today, man? I had to smoke up my chimney. <laughs> what the fucking bad is that? Like? Up my chimney. <laughs> no. It's like being a little kid smoking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. It's always a pleasure. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Drop by Percy, say hello. It's your guest in the WTF. Yeah, don't forget. Want to fuck us Win some now. seeds. Win some seeds. Yeah, got, got some Bruce Banner up, I think you yeah, said. Yes, man. Yeah. Not have a new grammar. <laughs> if I had known that you had Bruce Banner, I wouldn't have bought some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ain't going to guess it. <laughs> I know, I'm fucking, I wouldn't even know what to do. I, I didn't hear the sound and you know me. Yeah, man. I'll be right impressed then, if, ever, if anybody gets this one. Let's call it a day then. We'll see you later then, everybody. Thanks for joining yeah. us. We'll see you next good. week. Later, Anytime everybody. Again. Long, Thanks guys. Week. Have a good one. See you next week. Don't forget to sign up to Persis. Nice. Toodles. There you go. Bye. Bye, now. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hopefully by now you've listened to all of the episodes in the past as well as this one. If not, then you can go to iTunes or Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, even YouTube. You can go to any of those networks and you'll be able to watch the previous episodes that we've done in the past. If you're enjoying the show, please make sure that you share it with your friends. Leave a like on the video, follow us or subscribe on all of the podcast networks. It just helps all with the, the future progression of the show if we have more listeners and more subscribers. Also, if you can, we do have a Patreon page, so you can head over to patreon.com slash Room. All we ask you to do is listen. That is plenty. We appreciate every single listener. But if you can do more by liking the video, sharing, and even going to the extent of becoming a Patreon, that would be massively appreciated. We'll see you again next week.